0: hello beautiful people welcome back to our humble abode the thunderdome on this up to something tuesday february 28 2023 this show starts Now, Tuesday. Oh, boys! Now it sounds like you weren't on the same page. Two of you were saying one thing, one of you was saying something (laughs) else, but nonetheless, we can't thank you enough for joining us on this glorious, beautiful second day back from vacation. We can't thank you enough for allowing us to be a part of your afternoon, mornings, evenings, wherever the hell you're watching, whatever your time says. We thank you for allowing us to be a part of your day. The toxic tables here at Boston, Connor, at Ty Schmidt. You boys look fantastic, Connor. We learned yesterday that you shit your pants. Last week, as a 27-year-old in tie, yeah. you have a brand-new cap on. What the fuck's going on, pal?
1: You know, we got this uh, yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I saw this. I said, oh, my God, is that a brand-new Gamma pickleball hat? Sure is. What? I, I will be buried in this thing. I will never take it off. It is the most so comfortable sweet. hat I've ever worn.
0: And, uh, God damn,
1: I love this thing.
0: I, love I will it. be buried in this I will thing. be. Yep. You're really committed to Gamma. We will say um, we have gotten, oh. and this is – Part of the perks of uh, being just dumbasses that have created a platform here. Thank all you sure. As soon as we chatted about pickleball, the pickleball community was incredibly hospitable. Yes, they were. They're on it here at the Thunderdome. We have. This is no lie. This is not, we have no partnership with anybody. Now, granted, Ty, it seems like has pledges allegiance. I'm a, ga- a gamma athlete, uh, at least, gamer guy. But, but I will listen. I will listen to has others. Pledges I- allegiance to together. We have no business association with no. any of these people. They sent us like $25,000 worth of shit. Yeah. Yeah. That is literally just one of the boxes. There was 10 boxes that showed up. We are currently unpacking them all. We got pat rack paddle, all those paddles. Yep. Are two paddles. Of paddles right. We got paddles. We got rackets. We right. got gear. We got shirts. We got hats. Mm-hmm. We got pants. We got shoes. We got glasses. Ooh. We got every We can't thank the pickleball community enough for being as kind as they have been. Now there's numerous companies that have sent us shit. Ty has. Gamma. Yeah,
1: I'm a flyer. gamma athlete, you know. I yeah. got my gamma 412 paddle uh, with a nice, you know,
0: longer stem. Ooh, no, it that's is not beautiful, a battle, my friend. At cool. uh, Tone digs one half of the <laughs> hammer. <laughs> Cowboys. Tone, we did not. We have not seen you play any yeah, pickleball in no. the thunder dome at all with any of these paddles,
2: pal. Well, ball. I mean, all due respect to you guys. That's a Mickey Mouse net. There's no
1: lines. Uh, There's no true. kitchen. You make do with what you have. A player of my, a there player, is a
0: kitchen. There is a kitchen. Yeah. Okay, a player of Connor, my will abilities. You, Connor, your will, your you please, yeah, will you please go out there? Here is how this game works here <laughs> yeah. at the Thunderdome. Yesterday, we started the show talking about Connor shitting his pants last Sweet. week. Mm-hmm. We could not have expected that being a convo. Then Ty followed up with shitting in the shower. It was. It, we did not expect <laughs> that. No. We did not know that we were going to go through Thunder, Thunderdome pickleball. Uh-uh. But here it is. We got a half net. Okay. So you got to make do with what you have. Right. That is... The kitchen up there from the top of the uh, that is not
1: the kitchen, that is not the <laughs> So, you do not know the
0: rules from the top of the arc there uh, to, the, to the net, okay. and then the other side, top of the arc Aww. to the net. Yeah, you've been playing it wrong <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Probably why you haven't won a game in here. Then, the, obviously, the sides of the paint are the insides, yep. and you're gonna say, Well, there's no lines up to the net. You're right, it's gentleman's <laughs> game. It is, it's gentleman's it is. game. Your eyes will deceive you, and then the back line is the top. Of the, whatever that is, the paint that yep. you can't take a charge in. Yes. And that's also where you serve from. Correct. So that okay. is currently Thunderdome Pickleball. Okay. It is our <laughs> iteration of it. And I will say, ball's a little quicker off of this wood. It is. Than it is off of a sport court. Yep. Played five games yesterday. I think uh, as soon as we got back from the Super Bowl, we we're playing like 10 games a day in here. <laughs> we have the Pickleball bug. I'm happy it has survived through vacation. Yep. Because normally things do not last. No. If we don't do it for 10 days... It's done. It is over with. Pickleball has survived mostly because of like the $20,000 worth of equipment that has been sent to us. So thank you pickleball community for being awesome. Thank you, pickleball. And thank you to the pickleball community for creating a sport that's fucking awesome. It is a great time. Unreal. Now it's gonna be a little bit more expensive as CFO Phil is in the building because I seen a video on the internet while I was on vacation of this glow in the dark pickleball court. What? Shout out to that being in the Thunderdome. As soon as we can get the specs and the construction figured out, that is gonna be here. We're going to press a button, lights going to go down oh, <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome And then it's going to be neon lights yep. Black lights, and it is going to be fantastic uh, We have fallen in love with the sport Ty has fallen in love with the merch I have, I have, I mean,
1: look at this hat Look at this thing, you know, you look at that nice. And you say, that guy, he plays pickleball he is a gamma pickleball athlete, and I am. You know, the only thing I don't have is a contract with gamma. Is a contract with mm-hmm. gamma and I would like uh, you know, kind of like the a racket bag. I saw a couple couple people grabbed him, you know. I said, I, I don't need that. But then I went into my locker, I saw my paddle sitting in there. I said, Buy you know what, that would look a lot better if it was in a racket bag Protected. hanging up. Exactly. Because you
0: got a you got a Lombo Right exactly. that you're just parking outside yeah. without exactly. even the cover up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Something that's what you're with. feeling like. That's right. Bruce Brown is a solid pickleball player. He is. There's just a basic ass, wooden ass yeah. mm-hmm. pickleball racket. That's mm-hmm. what he chose. Yeah, but he's He can play he's player with hey, it. He's good with it. Yeah. And and I remember playing ping pong with just the oh, wood yeah. yep. the oh, wooden yeah, yeah. paddle. It's a good look. It it was not only well, Sometimes. look does not matter. Just just for future reference, and I just learned a lot about you. I think we all did. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right there. Cause look good, feel good. Feel good, play Probably good. good yeah. Play good, pay good. Pay good, live good. Live good, die good. Shout out to yep. Prime and Deion Sanders. And speaking of looking good while you're playing, I mean, yeah. this guy looked like the fucking PC pickleball principal. He, did. Yeah, he, he did. looked unbelievable. <laughs> but the wooden one, there's no dud spots. No.
3: The whole, Ooh.
0: you know what I mean? The whole thing. It's fake. Yes, it is huge. Bruce, you enjoyed the all wooden paddle and the sunglasses that made you absolutely. Faster and oh, quicker yeah. on the Porsche court yesterday, oh, huh?
3: yeah. Yeah, first of all, I'm a Franklin athlete with that paddle right there. That's Franklin pickleball. I love it. No frills, no fuss, no gamma, this, gamma, that, just straight to the point. All action, baby. And this, sh- the shades are crucial. We're staring at blue light all day. We got these bright lights <laughs> sure. up in the gym. Oh, uh, yeah, I got, I got, hey, in the Thunderdome, we got lights right. on. I, right. I, got, I got contacts in, so the, the lights are actually necessary. Uh, but yeah, that paddle's amazing. That'll be my weapon of choice moving forward. It
0: has a uh. He has like a wristband yep. for oh, his that, paddle. Like yeah. That is a bit of a con. Yeah, that's not... Yeah. Well, you don't have to wear it. Uh, you know, that's one of those right. right things. Oh. I hit him with a nice, mm-hmm. ha-ha, and then it, that thing wrapped around his... <laughs> so I had to wait to serve for him to unwrap sure. the whole thing. Sure. It was a classic moment, classic pickleball. And uh, we would like to say... Shout-out to Pickleball as a whole. Yeah, We great have sport. really fallen in love here. Absolutely. I think we're building a sport court outside. Have Probably yeah. have to. This is fucking Bruce working hey. on that back end. Yeah. Wimbledon. And uh, it was tough to play against him looking the way he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. How'd
4: it go? Did you end up – was it a close game or what ended up happening? Sounds like you know. No, I actually don't. Uh, oh, I was you not, don't? I was not watching uh, when the pickleball was going down, so I am curious. Different, it I it mean,
3: was 11-0, but I was just kind yeah. of feeling it. Out. Yeah, like, and he had
0: sunglasses it? on. Yeah. What was the score? It was 11 zip. My serve oh. was really... Really solid. Right Singles now. is tough. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Yeah, and a big for win you. for
4: Gamma though. If Franklin Athlete's losing eleven nothing, did you lose eleven enough? No, 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 no. no. Okay. He beat me.
0: It, it, yeah, we do best of three. Game mm-hmm. to eleven. So, Ty actually so. beat me yesterday. So. Lean and
4: Gamma then,
2: if that's the case.
4: I don't know.
0: What am I? I got the Black Ace, but I wasn't able to use that yesterday. Yeah, I, uh, I just had. They just titled it the best paddle. I don't know which one it is over there. Yeah, it's, it's sitting over.
1: It's sitting over there.
0: Gamma
2: though. Morning. I think
1: you had the polymer core. <laughs> uh, Listen, unless deposit. you're playing
2: with the Jula Ben Johns, okay which he's the number one ranked player in the world. and every- uh, can't fucking touch <clears throat> Listen, everybody knows. Jula? How- yeah, Jula. No, Where's no, he from? There's, no. a guy
0: like, there's a guy named, like, McG- McG-
2: yeah, Bob he, McGinn? He's no Ben Johns, okay? No,
0: it's not Bob McGinn. Okay. He has instincts on how everybody yeah. feels in the NFL because of how long he's covered it. This is the one I used yesterday. This is uh, USA Pickleball approved, obviously. Wow. It just says the best paddle. I don't know. I used it yesterday. I like that. It's a little thinner yep. than the black... Tyson McDuffin, there it is. That's the guy. Okay. Tyson McDuffin's the guy. He's like kind of shredded in and has really cool hair. Nice. Is yeah, that, that him? That's, that's him, yeah. Really oh, cool hair. Oh, shit. too? Yeah, I've seen him. I, 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 I've I respect that. McGuff? Yeah, I've been scouting the pickleball community. He's playing mm-hmm.
2: with the, He's playing with the Selkirk, though.
0: Yeah, that one has a hole at the bottom yeah. of it. So he's I got a Skechers. We got one of those,
2: actually. He's oh, a Skechers guy He's a
0: Skechers guy. Yeah, I respect. Anyways... I did not expect the first 11 minutes here to be all pickleball, but whenever you wear that type of hat, it's hard not to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. So the pickleball community just won because they sent all that shit over. Yeah, Yeah, that's the right play. You know, in our business, we're not supposed to do any of that No, because our business relies upon sponsorships, advertisements, partners, and things like that. Mm -hmm. But when you just get introduced to a sport and then the sport just sends literally the kitchen sink to you to be like, hey, we appreciate your service here for the sport. We can't help but be thankful. Thank you pickleball thank you pickleball love you pickleball, love you, pickleball. I would Fresh like to love. let McGuff know though that I'm not 100 percent sure Thunderdome pickleball is in his no. wheelhouse it's a whole it's a different, a game different game game I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of gentlemen's calls oh yeah there's a couple of replays of points because wasn't mm-hmm. it wrong oh, yeah, pretty close oh, and then the net isn't as wide as the court so like if it goes on the side where the <laughs> net isn't is where right. did it go up so, huh
5: yeah. it
0: went over I think yeah ah it looked a little low like you said gentleman's game and we've been abiding by it just know that Thunderdome will be transforming into a pickleball arena. Yes. Uh, in a matter of hopefully weeks. Who knows? Construction's not easy we figured that out through the Thunderdome process, but we already have the blueprint. It was on the internet. Okay, so yeah, exactly. just make this. Yep. This is all we need you to do,
4: and we're gonna have a good time with it. Yeah, you. professional teams now too. This is almost like an Australian football field, but we can actually play it. Isn't you know, me? we can we can look at these pro teams, maybe you know, <clears throat> decipher up, see who's
0: rooting for hood. I think you were Collinwood, the magpies. Well, that's because Coxilla. Of right. course. The only American to ever truly have success in the Aussie Rules football league. Mm-hmm. And he's still dominant by the oh, way. Yeah? Oh, Six yeah. Six foot seven, former Oklahoma State basketball. Player goes over to Australia, learns their sport, becomes a God dope, and then happens to play for Collingwood. So that was the team that I went with because I'm an American. Yep. And that's the only American that's ever done well over there. I was kind of shying towards that southern team though because, oh, Bailey, uh, Smith? Bailey Smith, Smith with Smith his, his mall He's like a little phenom. Bulldogs. But we got into that for a little bit. Impossible to watch. Yeah. yeah it's tiring. on at like 3 a.m. Right. And right. also to play the sport, it's really, you got to have a lot of space we and everything that, like too. that. Yes, exactly. We try and tire very tiring and all that. Physical pickleball, tiring, great workout, easy to play. Very oh, that's easy. right. We literally just look at this piece of shit net we put out here. Yeah, and boom, we're playing pickleball every day after the show. Boom. We're kind of addicted to it, aren't we? I I'd, oh, yeah. so so.
1: I'd say so. It is a lot of fun. And it really is. Like, Bruce, I, I know, even if he got beat 11 nothing, mm-hmm. he's getting right back in there because he honestly he feels like, okay, well, you know, I made a couple of mistakes here and there. I can win this next one. Yeah, it is I can a, take this It is a game.
0: sport that you feel as if a couple things go different there. Exactly. I can win every game. Right. And we don't do the have to serve to score. No. That's old school. Volleyball used to do that. They changed it because it's stupid. We, a point happening every single time the ball is flying. Mm-hmm. That's right. In Thunderdome pickleball. Exactly. Not an actual
2: pickleball. Pickleball is versatile. I believe I saw a tweet. Uh, they're thinking about changing it to rally score.
0: Well, they should because every course. other sport that r- comes from this style of thing mm-hmm. said that. So everything needs to count, right? mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything needs to matter. And also, let's let's speed move the it games up. along. See what baseball is yeah. doing. We're very new to pickleball and we're already telling them what they need to do. Mm -hmm. And this is going to continue to happen. Would love to have pickleball expert or players sitting right here where Rappaport sat yesterday, where Tom Telesco, general manager of the Chargers, will be sitting today. Where Daniel Jeremiah moved the six uh, sticks will be sitting today. Would love to have a member of the pickleball Mm -hmm. community stop by. Speaking of Tom Telesco, Daniel Jeremiah, a lot cooking in the NFL. A lot happening around this commander's uh, team. Carson Wentz has officially been fired from the Washington Commanders after just one year after getting traded from the Indianapolis Colts to the Washington Commanders. Obviously, we can all remember what happened when he was in Indy after getting traded from the Eagles to Indianapolis. It just didn't work out. Jim Irsay was not on board for a large majority of it. His contract was big. He had great plays. He had, what are we doing? Are we playing football in the NFL or are we playing in the XFL or high school football? And then they trade him to the Philadelphia – to the Washington Commanders full contract gets traded yep $30 million, $25 million, whatever was left gets traded. Everybody applauded Chris Ballard for being able to get yeah. that contract. And everybody asked the Washington Commanders, are you going to be the place that Carson Wentz finds his way again? Once an MVP-type player. Then a couple hits, an injury takes place. Nick Foles goes on to win a Super Bowl. Was he mentally fucked? Was he broken? Was he ever going to be able to play great football again? Maybe the Washington Commanders are going to be able to be the place because he had scary Terry McLaurin and a place that needed a new face and a new kind of rebirth. Earth. That was not the case. That did not take place. Taylor Heineke continued to be the dog for the Commanders and win games, and when Carson got put back in whenever he was healthy again, he played maybe his worst football of all time. Ron Rivera wanted to meet up with him in person here in Indianapolis because Carson still lives here in the house that he built, I believe, whenever he became an Indianapolis Colt. Wasn't able to meet up with him because schedules told him yesterday that he had been fired. That's big news, obviously. More big news coming. Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, allegedly is not allowing Jeff Bezos to put in a bid to buy the Washington Commanders out of spite after what the Washington Post did with all the exposes of the Washington Commanders. The other NFL owner said, Dan, come the fuck on, which made all of us believe maybe Dan was just pump faking on the sale to get the heat off of him a little bit because everybody wanted him to sell, which would be a Dan Snyder move yep. if he was to do the case. That turns out to just be a very small part of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now there's potential bank fraud allegations coming at Dan Snyder for taking a $55 million loan out unannounced to the rest of the partners of the Washington Commanders, which is illegal, I guess, because the bank asked if he did get permission from his partners. He said yes. They said cool, moved on. He charged $4.5 million to the Washington Commanders to have the Washington Commanders logo on his plane for marketing. He was utilizing the... Alleged, this is all reported Alleged, alleged. this is all reported He was utilizing the Washington commanders as a piggy bank, they were saying Just making shit up to go grab money out of the accounts and put it into his pocket Now he was the owner of the team And when you own something, normally that is your piggy bank But I guess the way he was going about doing it was uncouth Not by the rules and illegal He has asked the rest of the owners, if he was to sell the team If he could be indemnified, I believe, for future problems that could arise from his rule-breaking, law-breaking movement Moves as owner of the commanders. That's where the commanders are right now. So just like we thought that the commanders couldn't get any lower after the first exposé that came out about the commanders, they've somehow found their way into more shit, deeper shit. And if you're a commanders fan, you got to be thinking, get us past all of this shit yeah. and let's just move on. I'm excited to see how it works out. I'm excited to see what happens with the commanders and it seems like they are nowhere near the end of their issues and I do not envy at all a commander fan's life.
4: In those other three owners that Dan Snyder that they're alleging he took those 55 million out in loans to, you know, do those things and he misled the stockholders or shareholders and that was the whole reason this is This is per ESPN. Per ESPN. Yeah, and if he's saying hey, per, the, the per. other owners, mm-hmm. you know, in the NFL right now, they can't come at Are those other owners telling The former owners of the Commanders with Snyder, like, hey, we can't do anything. It's kind of up to you three, because if we are going to get this guy out, then we're going to have to sign some sort of agreement where. Yeah,
0: it it seems like it's going to get ugly. And we tried to understand what it all meant whenever it came to the $55 million loan that he got out that Mm -hmm. wasn't approved by the minority owners of the Washington Commanders, which he lied to Bank of America allegedly. Then there's obviously funds (laughs) that have been moved around, and we all know about the ticketing situation that was being alleged last year or a year or two ago. It's just like I think the NFL, the quicker Dan Snyder is out of the league, the better for everybody – and at this point it's all coming to a head almost? Is this gonna be the thing that finally pushes him out of the league,
1: Ty? I don't know. Because it seems like like the the previous time we talked about this when he was talking about selling the team, it kinda seemed like, hey, that like we are at the head here. Like he's gonna have to sell and then we kinda said like, Yeah, but this guy is allegedly kind of a cockroach and you just can't kill him. Like it doesn't matter what sticks to him, he just keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. And look at the situation we're in. It's like, you know, we thought it was gonna be a slam dunk, hey, Bezos wants to buy the team. He He's a rich guy enough in the world. Money in the, yeah, exactly. He he will buy the team. And Dan Snyder just says, you know, nope, fuck it. I hate this guy. I don't want him to buy the team. And, and now he can't buy the team. Like, it, it seems like everyone wants him to sell the team, but deep down, like, he still holds all the cards, which I didn't think was the case. Like, it's still. I guess if you're the owner. Yeah, it's his decision. Yeah, you do buy.
0: own the leverage. Yeah, exactly. John. <clears throat> Uran U- Iran of Iran? Sports Iran? Business Journal. I believe French him guy. and Marshawn do a podcast yep. that has great information. Mm-hmm. We started out on rocks with these guys. Yeah, we-, we started out on rocks with these guys. <laughs> Should have maybe... Sued him for defamation for they were saying some negative stuff exactly. about us. <laughs> you know, should have thought now that, that we works. know now that we know how the world works, right? Yeah. But big fan of the reporting that both Uran and Marshawn do, and the Sports Business Journal, he puts out a tweet that just says allegations against Dan Snyder, financial misconduct, bank fraud, misuse of team funds, right. abuse of corporate bylaws, right. self-dealing, right. disregard of contractual and fiduciary fiduciary duties, and sexual misconduct. So you see all that and you think to yourself, well, Dan Snyder's gotta be out. Yeah, get him out. That ain't how Dan Snyder He's got rolls. out. That uh-uh. does not mean nothing. And Dan Snyder will hold on to this thing just out of spite to say fuck everybody is allegedly and reportedly and optically how Dan Snyder operates. What a shit show in Washington, Tone.
2: So hmm. like it's not good for the league. The league doesn't want him in there anymore, I assume. The other owners, if it's not good for the league, if it's, it's not they're not gonna love him anymore. So what is stopping them from voting him out? Is it because he knows all the oral bodies are buried?
0: So allegedly there was a party where he, Jerry, Kraft, what? and Pagula. Pagula of the Buffalo. Buffalo Bills were in there. And that was uh, a write-off for the company because it was a meeting of the minds. And you would think if he's partying with those people. And then Jerry has been yeah. on the record a couple different times saying a couple different things. And I think somebody reported that Dan Snyder has stuff. This is not us making this up. This has been reported. Dan Snyder, either a high-level executive at Washington or somebody that knows Dan well, says he has stuff on everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's like we've asked this a couple different times through the Dan Snyder saga over the last couple years. They can vote an owner out. If Dan Snyder has not lived up to the point of being voted out, what do you have to do to get voted out? Because you're always going to have owners, and this is how – I think a lot of people think who are strong-willed people, self-made people, and successful people don't want to set a precedent. Yeah, exactly. If you vote Dan Snyder out, there's a lot of people in there saying like, oh, so are you guys going to vote me out? If I happen to have a situation where uh, allegations are made, are you guys going to vote me out? I don't want to be voted out. So you never want to kind of get down that lane, but at what point... Do they finally say, bro, you're hurting our league much more than you're helping it at At that point, point they're like, sure,
2: yeah, if you do 37 different things, allegedly, yeah, you'll probably get voted out, too. Just don't do that many things. Yeah, but that's not how
0: it works. And, and like, I'd assume a lot of these bazillion – I mean, we're going through a lawsuit right now that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. I assume a lot of these bazillionaires that own teams have been, like – yeah, of course, if you do 37 things. But what happens if somebody gets a little bit excited and then they rally five people and then all of a sudden yeah. I'm getting voted out for something? Didn't Like, I, I assume there's a lot of paranoia, too, potentially oh, yeah, around for sure. a lot of that type of situation. But we, as a member of the press. That's mm-hmm. right. That's how I'm being described. Mm-hmm. Journalist. Self-proclaimed disruptor. There That's right. Shout out to USA Today. Very mm-hmm. good. I don't know how much that thing costs, but... They've been added to the list of.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're right on there. Yeah. Self proclaimed disruptor. But we, as a member of the press that covers the NFL heavily, mm-hmm. every yeah. day, football. Yeah. One of the larger NFL shows, I think, on Earth, right? Now. Lucky to be here. Thankful to be here. It's because all the fucking people that watch. We are very thankful. We do not understand how Dan Snyder is still an owner in the NFL. No. We also don't understand how a human would want to deal with all this shit every single day and not just take fucking $7 billion, sure. $8 billion and just kind of disappear <clears throat> and go live your life. But we're not talking about normal humans, uh, owners of the NFL, and we're not talking about a normal human in Dan Snyder at all. Yeah, and like what you
4: just said with the $7, 8000000000 and what Ty said earlier. If he does get offered $7 and that's the price he puts it at, it's not that far out of thinking like, oh, okay, I can get 7000000000 billion. I'm changing the number, actually. I'm not selling okay. it for $7 billion. Yeah, you, when you it own it, eight.
0: this isn't like an eBay auction no, where you just exactly. put it up there and if the reserve's met, it's got to go. Boom. This isn't like, um, what was that car auction? up Mecham. Yeah. This isn't like Mecham where it just goes out there. If it hits reserve, you have to sell it. This is like Dan Snyder like, nah. Never mind. Move the gold oh, oh, easy to get seven, huh? Yeah. All right. Nine. Make that thing nine billion all of a sudden. Uh, the growth. I mean, I just saw the new deals. Like, he can do that. He can torment that. And he has to love the fact that he is able to just
4: oh, yeah. kind
0: of puppeteer this whole situation in. I think he does enjoy being the topic of conversation everywhere, no matter what is being said about For him. For sure. And no matter what people
1: say, like, allegedly, allegedly. 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 he can be hated and he still, he still <clears throat> controls everything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like how, how else do you really flex, like, Hey, look how fucking powerful I am. Like, they've done everything they can to get rid of me. And I'm still the one who's taking the richest guy in the world and saying, hey, your money's not good enough. I'm not going to sell.
0: Even the biggest of scumbags have three to four friends. Yeah. Right around them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. Think about Dan and his crew. Just, are you kidding me with what they're trying to do to me? Mm -hmm. You know? like There's people. We don't think it's a lot of people. But there is certain. Has to have an inner circle. There's well. certainly couple. a couple people that are on his side yep. telling him, "Yeah, keep Papa John, dig in, keep going, put those heels in." I can't believe they're doing this Did to you. Him and and then as soon as seven billion gets like mentioned, his friend oh, seven billion. <laughs> it was easy to get as soon as you said seven. Yeah. Why don't we say ten? Yeah, go up to ten. Just say ten billion. Yeah. Come on. And Dan's like, "Yeah, you're fucking right." And these are the only people that have ever been nice to Dan Snyder in the yeah. last what five, ten years probably. <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, this is his crew," somewhere somebody has a support system no matter who the person is you you read about these like mass serial killers that are in jail they have people that write them every yeah, single day man. oh yeah that like love them like Seth that bundy are, that are obsessed what's that bundy had like a fan group he, he had a following yeah but even like the non-famous ones like the horrible sure. people oh, yeah. have a support system he was still on that yacht alone Exactly. There's people partying. Right. right now, he's probably on a plane. Yep. He is not alone. There's people around him. And every time something like, oh, did you hear what they said about you? Oh, fuck those people. Yeah, fuck those people. He'll like, never kill me. It's just kind of like a, a reigniting almost of, what, what does AJ always say? Every time you persecute somebody, it only makes their belief stronger. Mm-hmm. Like some people, when you persecute them, it only makes them their belief even stronger. Yeah, "Yeah." yeah. Yeah, it makes them feel like they're even more right whenever the more people come at you. It's like, yeah, I feel like Dan Snyder certainly has that trait inside of his soul. Well, and to your point
1: about, like, that that has to be why they haven't gotten rid of him because it is the precedent. Because, like you said, they don't want it to just be like, oh, you know, like a couple owners get pissed at one guy and then they start drumming all this up and it's like, you know what, fuck this guy. Like, if we dig hard enough and into his past deep enough, like...
0: They're billionaires. Like they they've you know, they pissed off people. Exactly. They like, have stepped on somebody probably. For sure. Like, they have fucked somebody over probably. This is all just like that's the way from it was, what we know that's the way right. it works. about business exactly. and how people get to some You can find pissed off people somewhere in everybody's past. Exactly. That's probably why these other owners are scared to death to be like, are we really going to expose all of us to that now? For sure. Do that? But it also makes no sense. Like. He, in terms of the
1: owners, at least, I, I don't think he has anyone in his corner. You know, it's like, I feel like they, you unanim- know, uh, w- and, and that's, I guess, where it comes back to it. Is, does he have dirt on these people where they wouldn't want to do it? But it's like, you know, once you start, again, we've said this time and time again, like once you start fucking with their money, that's when it's like, okay, all bets are off. Yeah. Like,
0: How about it was like, uh, he was running a malpractice or what's the word? Um, hmm. I forget the word. What's it called? Malcontent? No. Uh, we'll just say inept. Anyways, the way he ran his business completely right. fucked. Mm-hmm. He offended women. He sexualized yeah. this. He harassed this. He had this going on. He did this, and then when it came out, he stole some money, yeah, maybe he, from the other. Oh! Whoa! 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 Whoa!
1: Like, yeah, exactly. That's when they fucking started raising a stink. No, yep. we don't do that. The other stuff
0: is terrible. You don't do that either. That's disgusting. But we yeah, can look, we can look the other way. Okay, we'll take some classes. We'll, we'll make sure that doesn't happen anymore. We'll put more new, new leadership in yep. here. Dan, you're not coming to meetings. Your wife is coming to meetings mm-hmm. now. Okay, we're doing a whole thing. Did you steal money from us? You did, didn't you? Hmm. I didn't do one of you? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan. No. I mean, no. No. Dan, did you, like, harass a bunch of people? I didn't know it was at the time. It was just how we did. Just <laughs> joking. I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, did you fuck over the local academy? Well, I didn't mean to. No, I mean, did you steal money from... Yeah. No, 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 I didn't.
1: I remember that Notre Dame Navy game, Dan? Where's
0: remember when you <laughs> there? Yeah. You said there was no people at that game? And yeah. it didn't huh. have money? Well, I didn't do... You did, Dan. Maybe I did. You yeah. son yeah. of a fucking... That is really what we thought would take place. Yeah. That was not what took place, though. So no. I guess we should give a little bit more credit to the other NFL owners. But everybody assumed that that was going to be whenever they removed Dan Snyder. They have not yet. Interesting story. They don't have a quarterback now. Nope. They don't have a team owner, maybe. They, don't, they have a fucked up situation. Congrats to the commanders.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: shout
0: out. Commanders just grab a shovel, it seems like. That's oh, right. Yeah.
2: No, they got Sam Howell
0: now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's a dog. He yeah. said that Sam Howell Practice. is worthy Indeed. of being seen. Uh, seeing if he's a dude or not. Eric Bieniemy, yeah. new offense coordinator over there. So. <clears throat> he hit a grand
1: slam in his opening press conference. Crushed it. What are you saying? He hit a grand slam in his opening press conference. They got their guy. What w- was that the Shady? first time
0: we've ever heard Eric Bieniemy speak? Yes. That was the first time I've heard him speak. Me too. Was that the first time a lot of people have heard him speak? Not no, a lot buddy. of people.
4: Some people in Colorado have heard him speak before, but I do know. Because he was coach over there, right? Yeah. Uh, but for sure, as far as NFL goes, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I do well, believe that was, that was the first time, time we heard him per Colorado. Per, per. Per Colorado. Per, but that was our first time listening to him speak. Yes. And uh-huh. he was talking about Shady. And I. Thought, <clears> thought he hit a bomb. I'm not. Of course. Just like us. All right, let's run it. Let's run it and see what everybody else... I feel like it drips of insincerity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he is putting on... I think he's trying to bite his tongue. But also, this is his first press conference at a new place with a new conversation. Shady McCoy, who was obviously a part of the Kansas City Chiefs for one year, won a Super Bowl with him, did not play. Came out on Speak, Speak. I believe, on Fox Sports alongside Ocho and Joy Taylor. Uh, Great show, and Mm -hmm. LaShawn is wide open on a microphone. Mm -hmm. He is great on a microphone. He basically said, what the fuck does Eric bien do? He said, I was there for a year. Aside from just motherfucking people, he really didn't do anything. Now, other people have come out and said, like, that's not exactly true for our situation, my situation, everything like that. But LaShawn McCoy gave his take. So Eric bien was asked about it in his opening press conference with the Washington Commanders. And this is how he answered it.
4: LaShawn McCoy is a future Hall of Fame runner, okay? Everybody's entitled to their own position, to their own uh, (laughs) comments and how they feel. When
0: it's all said and done with, I think that's all I have to say because he's entitled to his own opinion. That's life, okay? You got good and you have bad, you know? It does not impact me in any way because one thing that you learn when you're in this position, you have to learn to eliminate distractions, all right. My job is to focus on the now. Everything outside these walls has no impact on Eric Bienemy moving forward. Appreciate it, coach. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. All right. So, like, obviously, the right thing to say there, but like the fake smile at the end. Yeah. I, it, for me, it just felt like behind his face, he wanted to say like Fuck that, Lashawn McCoy did nothing <laughs> yeah. for us. Like, I, you know. Yeah. So I almost took it as like maybe the reason why he hasn't been able to get a gig at some places is because when he's speaking, this is my first time ever hearing him speak. I'm like, oh, he wants to say something else, but th- that might just be how he speaks. So I, I think maybe we should kind of give him a little bit more opportunity to to talk. But after listening to him speak one time, I was like, I could see how people would be like, oh, it doesn't seem like he's saying what he really wants to say. And often, if you listen to any player talk about a good coach or any coaches talk about what it, it's like, you got to be yourself. you got to be authentic. you got to do your thing. Felt like he didn't say what he wanted to say, but it's also his press conference so he had to say what he had to say there. Just an interesting dynamic and situation around the entire Eric Bieniemy situation. Don't love that he had to go to the Washington Commanders to take the same role pretty much. Mm-hmm. I think he's also assistant head coach, so he got yeah. a little bit of a promotion and title to potentially become a head coach. Like other people have been in the Kansas City Chiefs organization, Andy Reid has obviously been calling the plays and designing the plays and doing everything like that, and they've been able to get a head coaching gig, and Eric bieniemy has been there for a long time. They've had a lot of success. So I'm not saying that I don't think it's, I think it's bullshit that he has not got an opportunity to showcase if he could be a head coach and he has to go to the commanders to do this, but that answer right there made me believe as I was listening to it, it was like, "Oh, I don't think he's... I don't think he's being real there. Yeah. It didn't feel like he was being real, but I'm not a fucking body, ex- body language expert or a speaking expert, but it was interesting to hear him speak for the first time.
1: No, yeah, it was the same thing, and you're right. I mean, it's his opening press conference. He's not, He he's has not, to say. Yeah, that. he's not going to go Could you imagine
0: and, if he goes, well, Sean McCoy's a fucking
1: bitch, yeah. dog. <laughs> you <laughs> don't know. It's Sean McCoy. Like, <laughs> yeah, imagine? I mean, that would be kind of sweet if he did that, <laughs> but yeah, it's. but you're right. You look at his, I mean, it's the same deal. I'm not, you know, a facial... Uh, you know expert or anything like that but you look at it and it does look like he's like he's almost gritting his teeth when he's saying what he is saying and it's like oh you can tell like this is all bullshit like he doesn't mean any of this like he wants to fucking tear this guy down but on the same you know that might be how he speaks though exactly we don't know him
0: that might be how he speaks but watching him say that in listening to the way he was saying it like,
1: and the smile at the end was like oh man he, he yeah he's he he is screaming, fuck that guy, but he can't say it. But then you're also right. It's like, you know, he's going and he's going to call plays now, and he's got the offense, but he's also doing it basically with a rookie quarterback. Like, is he even in, in the a, commander's organization. Exactly. Like, he, he is – he's set up to fail. He really is. So, it kind of – you know, I mean, I guess he'll really prove, like, if they go out and, and their offense looks great this year, like, he probably will get a head coaching job after this. Definitely. Year, but, and not just know, probably, because yeah.
0: he's got rings. Mm-hmm. He's got – if the command – could you imagine? The enemy goes over there in that division. Sam Howell, and it, yeah, you got the Eagles just sitting there staring. And the jo- well, three playoff teams are the, the Giants them. gonna? Are they gonna have a quarterback or? Yeah. do said know. they. Rapport said that. Yeah, that forty-five was. Bunch of baloney. Yeah, it seemed like Rap thought they were going to deal done right. Yeah, and a lot of our a lot of our program is trying to read how people are saying things and why they're saying the way they said. Whenever we mentioned the forty five million with Daniel Jones, he said that number will probably start with a four, mm-hmm. so probably like forty million yeah. a year is what he was thinking. But he he said that like pretty matter of fact, like Giants and Jones are going to get a deal done, and I, that was a. That was big for me. That nah, was news. Hey, Bruce, you're a big Giants fan. Whenever you heard Rapp say that, that was good news, right? And that was big news, too, because it sounded like the way it was being painted about him asking for $45 million was an attempt to get Giants fans over Daniel Jones and move on to the next one. When Rapp says that deal will probably start with a four, he almost said that as like a matter of fact that the Giants and Jones are going to get a deal done. Is that how you took that thing, what he said?
3: Um, yeah, for sure. Also, when he's kind of switching from CAA to, I, I think, athletes first, like you don't know if the CAA guy. Guys are kind of you know trying to bury him yeah yeah. we
0: couldn't get a deal done because Daniel wants yeah, Daniel <laughs>
3: wants 45 uh you know I, I think there are a lot of Giants fans that probably think 40 is probably still a lot for for Danny Dimes but um you know i I just envision you tag either him or saquon right and I, I think we'll get a deal done with both of them I'm kind of trying to block out the noise and just, You're oh, like Eric Viennemi. Yeah, the enemy, he, all yeah that's right. And all and this this kind building, outside of outside the building. building. Yeah, just kind yeah, of hope and man. pray that it Is gets Is that fun. how he's
0: like, that was interesting to yeah. hear how he. Yeah, referring to himself in the third person. Eric yeah. Yeah. does no <laughs> <kid>. <laughs> That's kind of weird. But it was you know. sick. No, I thought it was sweet. <laughs> as soon as I heard him, I, I was out on him the entire time. And then he said, Eric Bianami does not. I was like, okay, I'm back in. I'm back in on Eric Bianami whenever he said that. Well, and that's the biggest
4: difference between like the press conference we talked about yesterday with pew, 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 shots, shots, explosives. Like, that's canon. Like
0: you know, that's him. He's not just doing that. That wasn't a press conference, though. That was yeah, a conversation. True. Just him talking in the hallway. Social media person picking it up.
4: But even with enemy we got that where he was one person with one of his own linemen, and then Leno Jr., who maybe he's had a you know friendship with before, acted completely different. Like he knew him his entire life. Well, so, he's like the Key and Peel skit. I'm talking about the Key and Peel skit because that's exactly what happened. And I believe underneath that clip of him that was posted probably got uh-huh, I don't know 1.5, 1.8 million views. But that's kind of the authenticity difference like Gannon is Gannon and because of that I'm kind of leaning more towards like him and maybe sure gave up 38 points in a Super Bowl and then got a head coaching job, just like Matt Patricia. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. You know He he is a very good Travis Kelsey. Uh, (laughs) They have weapons all over the place and Andy Reid, again, is the guy at the helm over there. But if that's how my head coach is going to act and he's going to be like that the entire time, and I feel like we just kind of saw this with Sirianni, like, yeah, if you are this consistent guy, even though you're talking about the flowers and manure, if you're always the flowers and manure guy, like your team is going to buy in and play for you. And if that's what Gannon's going to do, then it feels as though they're going to have a lot more success than Benmi who's going to talk to talk about himself in the third person cuz if the commanders go out there and lose, you know, 35 nothing, I would assume the team meeting would be something like, look, Eric Benmi did
0: his job, okay? I don't know what <laughs> Sam Howell Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, Allegedly. But I I enjoyed him. So when he's talking to White cuz Yes, mm-hmm. other White linemen And he goes, I can't oh, wait to get the Bucky." He goes, "Okay, sounds good." And sure. then yeah. it was well what boy, boy boom yeah. full on if he's like that all the time let's go yeah sure like i like i'm like here we here we go mm-hmm. also uh to the other whites on the commanders when you approach the enemy we're coming big depth yeah, dap. yeah, yeah we're coming big depths mm-hmm. we're not doing all right let's let's try to break through there let's do that entire thing You gotta read the situation but I, that's what i heard and i am a stooge i am an idiot pretty solid people reader I think people would say, who have been around me for a long time, pretty good at getting a quick, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, love, hate, mm-hmm. let's move on. Uh, I think we should question this person. Been something that I've had, been wrong before, not saying I'm always right. When I, that was my first time hearing him speak, I was like, that feels like he's holding something back. That, that feels like that isn't the actual Eric Biennemi. When Eric Biennemi said Eric Biennemi, I was like... Okay, so there is a little bit in there. We wish him nothing but the best. I hope the commanders have massive success. We do not understand why he has not been given a head coaching job, but when I watched that, I thought to myself, that might be why people have some second guesses because who is he? How is he going to be? What's he going to be? He has the opportunity to really prove himself in an organization that is the most dysfunctional in the history of the NFL at this exact moment. Bill's defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, Mm. is taking a year off from coaching out of nowhere. Yeah. It is February 28th. New league year starts March 15th, I do believe. This is kind of an awkward time for somebody to step away. We hope everything is good Mm -hmm. in Leslie Frazier's family, in Leslie Frazier's life, in everything that's going on. But him just out of nowhere on a Tuesday of Combine Week stepping back was alarming, surprising. And not good, in my eyes, for the Bills, especially for a Bills defense that has been fantastic. You talk about Poyer, who's a free agent, defensive coordinator now stepping away, there's a lot of question marks about this Buffalo Bills team that was a wagon, is a wagon, and is supposed to be a wagon for the next five years. Did this come out of nowhere? Or was I not paying attention to what the fuck happened no, here? It
4: definitely came out of nowhere, because if they knew it, you would assume that Leslie Frazier, who you know loves the Bills, said that he'd be back next year, would give them a little bit of heads up, especially after all these DCs have kind of been plucked already. And Tremaine Edmonds, another guy that's... Yeah, so leader. Vic
0: Fangio, yep. Vance Joseph. Raheem Morris, right? Raheem Morris, D'Amico Ryan's obviously. Flora, yeah. He gets the head coach job. Flores Flora just head. got a Job teenage. of Minnesota. Yeah. Is that yeah. where he's yeah, at Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, that, this is kind of after the coaching cycle. Yeah, before mm-hmm. new league. It's an interesting time. That's why we hope everything's okay. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like we do hope everything's okay at the Leslie frazier family.
4: And like free agents too. Like if you're a free agent and you you know are on the defensive side, you want to know who your guy is. This does set up for a fantastic Rex Ryan reunion in oh. Buffalo. Because he just interviewed for the DC in Denver. You don't think with McDermott
0: it might not work over there? I think there? he interviewed with Denver because he knew that there was a How chance they could pay. the paycheck okay. would have been... And Peyton. Yeah, and different. time. Like I don't, I, I don't want to speak for Rex. No. no. Rex has been very happy on TV because I think the paycheck is very solid. Yeah. He's incredible yeah. on TV, and the stresses are much lower. Yeah. I think he said on our show, I think that he would go back, he would think about going back to be a head coach, right. but they would have to put him on the head coaching list again. And they wouldn't, he was never on and the that's head. not gonna never. He pissed somebody off. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah. It seemed like he pissed somebody off, was not on the head coaching list. So he said, I'm not going back to be a coordinator. Cause I mean, why would I go take the paycheck that coordinators are paid when I can do what I do on TV? He said, he. Th- I think that's how it all went down. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, fact check me, but I think that is how he kind of explained it all. The Broncos, though, with the richest owner in the game, yeah. I think he was potentially thinking like, uh, and Sean Payton was maybe pitching like, "Hey, we're playing in different, we're playing in different clubhouse over yeah. here. Like, there's coordinator. with coordinators getting paid? Maybe other places, they want to win here after what they experienced last year in their first year as owners. They would like to bring in a steady hand, somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. and also." A little bit of pub isn't a bad thing for the Denver Broncos in a positive way, right. and Rex Ryan certainly brings that. So I don't think Rex Ryan is just taking any coordinator job. Sure. I think it was only a specific coordinator job because of the situation. Once again, I'm not speaking for him. We have not asked him, but I think that was the case. But if he was to go back to Buffalo, yeah. awesome. Rex Ryan back in the NFL would be amazing for us. Yeah, certainly <laughs> for us and the NFL as a whole. Where's, where's Rob at? In Vegas. Rob Ryan, great question. I think he is in Vegas. Hmm. He watches the show. Hey, Rob, where the fuck are you at right yeah, now? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Can we – Love he you, at this No, that no, was a long I, time ago. Yeah, it it was, he was. I think
2: it was Mitt who said, hey, my, my dad said that, that Rob watches the show.
0: Yeah. So he's in Vegas. Yeah, okay. Mitt's dad runs
3: too. In Vegas, yep.
0: He's currently still in Vegas? Uh,
3: according to Wikipedia.
0: DC or linebackers? What is he?
3: Uh, senior assistant.
0: Love that gig. That's a great position. Genius. Who, who, somebody just took another one of those. Um, somebody Wait. just signed up for a senior assistant role. Patricia's getting lost. Yeah. there yeah. it is. Yep. Yeah, yep. for the Denver Broncos. For the Broncos, yeah. Bill's
4: losing always his right-hand man, huh? Oh, yeah, he's definitely losing Patricia, yeah.
0: What happened with Matt Patricia, you think? What, uh, uh, what, his, what kind of aligns with this
4: whole decision? Yeah, unfortunately, his Detroit Lions head coaching, you know, contract is now up after this year, so this comes the time where, you know, he will actually have to get paid real money from the Patriots, and unfortunately, you just don't pay a guy who led you to the worst offense they've had in the last 25 years. Yeah, I mean, he's defense,
0: defense he's going to be a defense consultant Absolutely. one of the greatest defense coordinators Fred. of all time put him an offense coordinator obviously we don't one. have to pay him bill really running quite a racket up there oh yeah, yeah that- all right so we don't have to pay this guy and we can just put him in offense coordinator sweet
4: yeah, he wasn't good. the only one judge
0: is doing it right now for doing yeah because he's got the giants deal <laughs> yeah still. yeah getting paid pennies ladies and gentlemen joining us live in studio is a man who's the reason why I got drafted to the Indianapolis Colts, I'm thankful for that. I'm lucky for that. He is now the general manager of the Los Angeles Chargers. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Telesco. Yeah! <clears throat> Welcome to the Thunderdome. I don't think your microphone was on just yet, but we are very thankful that you are here. How about it, bro? Huh?
6: It's unbelievable. I'll just say this. For me, I mean, I lived here, so I kind of know the area well. I have not been out this far before we were halfway to Fort Wayne on the drive out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I
0: mean we appreciate you making the trip up here. We had to get out of the city mostly because we all live here now. Yeah. And, and we're old. And when we were downtown, we went through some, hey, downtown went through yeah. some stuff. A After of, COVID it's not the same. went through some oh, stuff. It's coming back down. though. It's coming. Hey sure. it's, coming, oh, yeah. it's coming back. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> back. Uh-huh. roads are yeah. getting worse. but it's coming back. And whenever you see a space like this that's available that you can flip into something like this, you gotta do it. You, you can yeah, it's just really cool. It's hey thank great, you man yeah. not as cool as being a general manager. How's it like combine week's a big week for you, right?
6: Yeah, it's a busy week. Just a a lot of meetings, a lot of things going on, a lot of multitasking between the draft, free agency our own players. So just trying to get everything... Done as efficiently as possible this week which is hard here there's a lot of stuff going on but uh yeah it's, it's a good week of football so
0: we're certainly not supposed to tell you that they told us that you were in a meeting with Goodell before you got here what, what, what happens in that meeting what what does what are the meetings that take place
6: around the NFL <laughs> first of all there was like a hundred other people in this meeting so <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, so, what? Hey, so hey, did okay, hey, okay so ahead.
0: they didn't tell us it was Goodell they said a very important meeting <laughs> with somebody of very important so we just got, got, yeah. it. got gotcha, gotcha! no 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 uh, what what are some of the meetings
6: that take place are you guys talking about
0: rules and like next year or anything like does anything substantial take place
6: here? yeah so there's some discussions about just some rule changes um you know we had talked about like the, the quarterback sneak rule we talked about that talking about roughing the pass Peter there. King and is not happy oh, yeah. about the tush push so a lot of discussions will start here the competition committee will start that um just get the discussions going get different viewpoints, different opinions and then as you get into March they'll start to uh kind of fine-tune that will it go to a vote will it not that's just two of the two of the things we talked about today what do you
0: how what is your stance on the tush push
6: you know, I mean, to me, it's 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 been a part of the game. The quarterback thing's been part of the game. Now, before we couldn't, I don't know, ten years ago, you couldn't push the quarterback.
0: Yeah, because Reggie, really right? Anyway. The whole no, yeah, yeah. line. That, that was a big game. conversation yep. on whether or not. It's can't I don't pull. I
6: don't mind the way it is now. What I do worry about from an offensive line perspective is, you know, you're in a tight stance, you're down, your head's down, you're firing off the ball. So, and I understand that will happen in goal line plays, but if we have this five, six, seven times a game, uh, I have a little bit of question there. But as far as the actual play, like, it's part of football. Um, it's a high percentage play for the mm-hmm. offense. Um, so I guess we'll kind of see where it goes.
0: Yeah, and, and remember, the field goal rules changed because mm-hmm. they didn't want 600 pounds of people pushing. Exactly. Right? right. It was 2D tackles are lined up right over the shoulders of the long snapper, and then you had two linebackers right behind, and sometimes two linebackers on one guy. So you had a 330-pound tackle. Lined up on the shoulder pad or the head of the long snapper, then two linebackers pushing. So you have like 250, 253, like 800 pounds being pushed through there, and they deemed it unsafe for obvious reasons. This is kind of the same argument, right? Yeah, kind of the as same.
6: Also, how football works is as teams start to do that more, you know, there's strategy off that. Now you can run some, you know, some sweeps, some fly sweeps, some misdirection off that. Um, It may look like 1940s football at some point in the short yardage, which is actually, if if you watch it, it's pretty interesting as far as how they hide the ball and misdirection. But um, I guess we'll kind of see where it comes out as we get into March. Do you have actual say? General
0: managers have actual vote or is it held by somebody? Like the competition committee have all the say and who are they?
6: We just give our our thoughts and opinions. Uh, Down the road, there'll be a vote of all the teams in March if it goes to vote. Um, you know, at the owners meeting,
0: it's so fascinating because the rules are changing, right? I mean, there has been some subs- yeah. substantial changes in the game as of like with the last five, 10 years. Uh, are we going to see more of that? You think, or no,
6: it, it's a little different each year. I think a lot of the changes have been more for health and safety. And I think we've gotten a lot better there. I, I think that's, that's really well, been most of the, the rule changes lately, but it kind of fast. varies year to year. Oh, the sling and slam thing. I heard.
0: Yeah. Are you guys talking about that or no? Yeah. We
6: watched the most today. I mean, Good a lot job. of them did not look that bad to me. Um, yeah, that's us either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing to be honest. I didn't even know until today that was a thing, the sling and the slam. Well,
0: it's it happened against Tom Brady, the Falcons. That was the big one. Jarrett yeah. comes through. I assume you watched yeah. that yeah. one. We did. Yeah. yeah, that was the one yeah. he watched. That was when it became a big conversation because that was fourth quarter. I one think. of the game. Yeah, game winning drive, on. the whole thing. Yeah. So that became the
6: talking point. I think. Yeah, I, I think if it's in one motion, that's it should not be a foul, and I don't think it will be.
0: And I don't think quarterbacks yeah. want it. Now, quarter, in the moment, Tom definitely wanted it because oh, it yeah. gives him first down. And there was a time where Taylor Heineke celebrated oh, a yeah. have- hit or things like that. But if you talk to them afterwards, like Aaron has been very very open about like i don't want these calls and tom has even said i don't want these calls either trying to make the right thing to keep people safe keep the integrity of the game while also keeping people off the ass of the nfl let's move on away from all the future of the nfl let's talk about the current of the nfl and your team i told you like as soon as you walked in here i said i'm gonna have to ask Mm -hmm. i was watching a horror film for you in that playoff game obviously Uh making to the playoffs is awesome for this chargers team it's great herbert's first taste of nfl football a lot of success a lot of great football by you guys for two quarters then obviously the jacksonville jaguars do what they got to do as you're watching that game are you just melting down in the press box or how's that whole thing unfold for you um
6: we can talk about the first half if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Great, great, great yeah. football. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Biggest
0: Stage showed up. Yeah. Hey, played great. great. First played great. Playoff Guys game. got moxie. A they, moxie. They
6: can work it, yeah. You know, just based on how we played in the first half, um, even though the second half wasn't going our way through the third quarter, um, I still had in my mind, like, we just got to make one play on offensive defense on a third down and we're going to be fine. You know, the, the end score may not look pretty. It may be a lot closer than, than it should, but we'll still be fine. And I felt like that way all the way to the final draft. Um, so I wasn't in that panic mode of what's happening. I was like, hey, we just got to make one more play. It's a playoff game. We're playing a really good team. This happens. Um, but on offense, you know, we couldn't convert third down. And then on defense, we couldn't get a third down stop the whole second half. So Yeah, you
0: got to get off the field. I mean, it's yeah, just which is, basic
6: football. Yeah, and usually when you have a lead like that, the only way you'll lose is if you have turnovers. We had no turnovers in the second half, but, you know, we didn't extend any drives on offense, didn't run the ball real well when we had to run it. Um, and then defensively, we just couldn't get a stop. And uh, that's kind of how it went. So I know
0: you have a ping pong table in your office. And amongst other things, you enjoy living your life while doing, you know, your general manager position. Do you take positives away that you guys took the next step? Like when you're playing ping pong, are you like, we did make the playoffs. We got our, we were up what, 27, 28, 27, 27 or whatever. Like, is that how you view that? Or is it just like so demoralizing the way it ended and you can't really think about the positivity
6: yeah at least in my job you have to flip past the demoralizing into okay how do we get ready for next year and it can't be just looking at one game and say all right this is what happened in this game how do we fix it you have to look at the whole season now typically you know in the playoffs whatever your weaknesses are they get magnified in the playoffs we saw that like there were points of the game where we had to run the ball when they knew we were going to run the ball and we just didn't get that done um, our third down defense, you know, third long defense through the course of the year wasn't probably where it needed to be. Shows up in the playoff game. So those are mm. things we'll look at. Mm. Um,
0: that's but, something you but, see that we don't but, see.
6: But, mm-hmm. but try not to look at, hey, look, this is how we played in the second half of one game. And that's how we're going to try and, you know, kind of fix this moving forward. So but yeah, the demoralizing part, that's the plane ride home next couple of days. And you got to flip and get ready.
0: What did you see from your head coach this year that you didn't see maybe in his first year head coaching?
6: Uh, I think with anything else, because I know when I was a first-time GM and then the second year, like, the second year, you know what's coming. Um, you can anticipate what's, what's going on. Like, my first year, I'm moving on the fly. Um, he has great time management skills because you're talking about a head coach that often. Hey, he did change. Hey, oh, yeah. he
0: changes. You know, like, first year, the only conversation was – oh, Brandon Staley, this guy's fucking up fourth down again because it didn't work, or it did work. And it was like, Brandon Staley, stats guy's going crazy. Feels like he took that all in and adjusted a little bit. I enjoyed watching that from Coach Staley.
6: Yeah, I mean, he takes in the information that he has, you know, on a really play-by-play basis and he makes decisions off that. That's all what those analytics are. It's just trying to help us make really good, solid decisions. Um, and you're talking about a head coach, you know, in really all sports, but you're making split-second decisions. You're on the field in real time. Um, so having that data helps you make those decisions, but, um, just seeing him maneuver through this season, you know, we had our ups, we had our downs, which almost every team does, but we had a tough stretch in the middle of the season. We pulled out of it and we won four or five straight at the end of the year to get in the playoffs and. You know, just didn't quite take it far enough after that.
0: Well, it had two,
4: two great quarters yeah. Oh, yeah. in the playoffs. Un- Best team in the league. Almost yeah. took
6: pride in that, I
0: assume, that your boys showed up in the big stage there in the first half. Whenever they show up, like, okay, the stage wasn't too big for our quarterback. The stage wasn't too big for our coach. Like, we came out and did our thing. I think that is certainly a silver lining in that whole thing.
6: I, I think so. You know, coming off week 18 to go into the first week of the playoffs, we're on the road, cross country, Saturday game. Our guys are ready to play. Um, coaching staff had those guys ready. We played really strong. But you know, you know,
0: the Colts gave up a thirty-three nothing lead at yeah. after. So, it wasn't so bad you can that. you can kind of put that on the wall if you like to a place you used to work has the worst in the history yeah, of the game. This season was wild. Did you did you get a feeling about that or no? Like it was very it was tough to predict what was going to take place every single week. Some teams were like incredibly hot, then they got ice cold. Like you guys said, you had a middle
6: stretch yep. there where you kind of got look. Why is that? Do you think this year was different football than any other year? I no? don't think so. I mean, you know, Philly kind of ran you know from being beginning to end, but everybody else usually has their different you know ups and downs like even the year the rams won the super bowl they had a you know beginning of the year they didn't start real strong and then they finished strong and then played well on the playoffs. just like the
0: bucks the year before just yeah. like mm-hmm. the
6: bucks yeah so um i think that's just kind of normal and that's what makes our league so great is uh you don't just have a couple teams that are out in front of everybody else and you know everyone has their ups and downs but that makes it competitive
0: tone has a question for you
2: how do you feel about um <clears throat> or would it how do gms feel how do owners feel if like one team just go out and Gives a guy a fully guaranteed quarterback contract of like the most money of
0: all time. And you have a quarterback that, that is needs. on a rookie contract <laughs> uh-huh. who is certainly going to yeah, be do some lot money. Money. in Los Angeles. Yeah. I in think that's
6: league. what turns. Is that what you meant? Lo- right along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. He, he frames the question very nicely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly, certainly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Certainly. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. It doesn't have effect on everybody. Like, you know, we'll, we'll do what we have to do. I know in our situation with, with our quarterback, we're pretty confident we're going to get in a place that. He really likes what the contract is. We'll be in a place that we can still build a competitive team, a championship team. Those both can be true. I just think, you know, when I look back, you know, when you were playing, you know, Peyton's last contract was a big contract. And um, actually I have, a, I have a three-ring binder, blue binder, in my office it says Peyton Manning on the side. It's been sitting there for since I you know, be, took the Chargers GM job. But I have all my notes in there as far as what Chris Poyne and Bill Poine did with that contract. It was a huge contract. Um, and then how we're going to build the team having all of this money on, on the books. Mm. The only thing that's different then is the, the rookie wage scale was different then as it is now. It's a little easier now. More money goes to veterans, a little bit less to the rookies. Um, so we'll have it easier. But there's no doubt you can get to a place where you can have a veteran quarterback who makes a lot of money, because they should, but still build a championship team around it. And that, we're just going to build a team differently. But you can do that. Mahomes
0: deal like? Is that what
6: it's going to be like, you think? Long-term? We'll see what the structure looks like, but, but we'll, we'll be able to get that done, and we're just going to build the team appropriately around that.
0: Are you in the middle of doing that already? Because what? We're coming up on it. What year is this for? Oh, yeah. Four? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. You,
6: yeah no. you. know, from our end, you know, after his rookie year when we saw what we had, your mind's already moving to, okay, when will this take place, what it's going to look like, how we're going to build the team. So that, that kind of never – never
0: oh so you already have like dry erase board on oh, what on. it could look and then $230 million guaranteed comes you Ah, oh, son of a bitch cross that off <laughs> <laughs> alright I guess we gotta do this because it is it's you guys it's Cincinnati yep. it's Baltimore that are yep. the first ones yep. affected from that deal mm-hmm. when that takes place is there like a memo sent or a conversation that happens or does that not affect your like because you said it affects everybody differently
6: it affects everyone differently I mean we'll look if a contract gets done before ours we'll, we'll look at it and see what aspects we like and we don't like the agents will look at it and see what they like, what they don't like. In the end, we'll get to the right spot. You know, I'm not, believe me, I'm not losing sleep over it. I, I, I was losing sleep over having, you know, we had Phillip Rivers, the Phillip Rivers era, but I knew, like, this isn't going to last forever. So unless we have the next quarterback, there'll be somebody else in this seat you'll be talking to. So that's where you lose some sleep. <laughs> of, who is, you know, who's this next guy? You know, so we found the next guy. We found a franchise quarterback, you know, paying him is you know, that's not, I'm not losing sleep over that. Herbert,
0: uh, for this past season, was awesome. So He good. was awesome oh, to watch. Yeah, yeah. He was incredible to watch. I feel like he developed leadership, maybe? Is that from watching outside? Felt yeah, like he looked like a but. lot more of a leader. Is that an accurate depiction or no?
6: I think it's just natural growth and maturity. Um, our, my first year, or my last year at the Colts, when Andrew Luck was there, I mean, he was a young player. Even though he was probably our best player, he wasn't a leader yet, I don't think. It felt was,
0: uncomfortable. I think he felt yeah. like uncomfortable because you're this young guy. You're young, you walk
6: in the locker room, you have teammates that are maybe older, married, and may have kids. Vinatieri was in the locker room. He watched
0: <laughs> Vinatieri kick yeah. it for the Amsterdam Admirals as a mm-hmm. child. Vinatieri's in the locker room. Then he comes in as a rookie, and Vinny's like, hey, you're a leader now. That's a yep. tough spot for it's the Underrated
6: aspects. But I think as Justin gets older and he matures a little bit, just naturally, he's a natural leader. Um, He's not going to be the loudest voice in the room, but you don't have to lead to being the loudest voice in the room. Um, but I did see that too. I, I saw that kind of come along, which is natural. Tough dude.
0: What do you have? The Skeleton underneath his yeah, lungs. Cartilage yeah. was underneath his ribs. L- his yeah. ribs. Yeah, yeah rib cartilage, Yeah. Yeah. yeah and just <laughs> that's like second week of the season or something. Kansas City. First Thursday. He's a dog, footballer. huh? He yeah. is a dog. He quietly. Yeah. yeah. I met his dad out at Oregon when we did game day. I got a chance to chat with his dad because he was kicking field goals in training camp. Do you see that? Did you tell him to stop? Uh, this year.
6: Yeah. Oh, and, wait, yeah, I did see that, yeah.
0: Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. Bombing balls, like 45-yard field goals. I think he was just like stroking through, no problem at all. I asked his dad. His dad told me like, oh, we're a football family, and a massive part of football is kicking field goals. They used to play in their like living room with uprights on the walls. Like
6: <laughs> they love football. Like he is a football. So this, this makes sense because uh, his rookie year where we're going through COVID – and we're going through all these different emergency things that could happen. And, you know, we don't have a, a backup kicker, backup punter, backup long snapper all the time. So at the time, we we're like, all right, if, if we need a backup punter, what position player could do it? So we asked a couple guys, you know, to, to kind of try out. And uh, Justin said, you know, I punted in high school. So I got a ball and I you know simulated the snap this way. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Hey, so, that's a real deal. Yeah, right that's a real deal. Spin and everything. So um, <laughs> he shanks the first one. And I'm like, all right. He's like, I'll oh, give me another one. He, he gets another one. He Hits it like 42 yards with like four or five hang time. Turnover? Yep. Yep. And then did it again, did it again. We're like, all right, that's, that's it. We know you can do it. So he's a, he's a natural athlete. Loves. That's amazing to hear.
0: The dude's for the brain. He's an absolute dog. But then when I chatted with his dad, it makes sense. Like literally grew up like respecting football. Like this is what football is. His dad, very firm, mm-hmm. handsome. His dad <laughs> is a handsome gentleman. I'm like, I love this guy even more gets to the playoffs i'm happy you took that next step i think we're all excited to see what the ceiling is for herbert which we're nowhere near connor has a question for you Tom.
4: yeah tom obviously you're one of the best GMs in you know the nfl and because of that you've put together a team that's unbelievable and you got good guys and studs all over the place which kind of sucks because now you got to figure out how to pay all these guys do you have gms especially this weekend kind of coming up to you every day like hey tom how about you know can i check in on a keenan allen a- to where to, or, or To New England, sure. Yeah, the first thing I said to you, hey, stop being an asshole and trade you know, Keenan <laughs> Allen to New England because that would be the right thing to it do personally. Yeah. But <laughs> hey, him, Khalil Mack, you got all these studs. Is Howie Roseman you know, calling you day and night? or there are a couple teams that really are just kind of peppering you, checking in every day?
6: Uh, not too much, but this is the time, usually when we're in Indianapolis, where teams will look at other teams' rosters and kind of see where there may be some areas where you would talk. Yeah, so those, those discussions go on here. Not those specific ones you just mentioned, okay? But those type of discussions, they, yeah, they definitely happen here because we're all, you know, we're all in the same location. You know, we all cross each other's paths every day, so that's you know, those two go on.
0: Derek Carr flew out here, and this yeah. is not about your team. Obviously, you don't need this. He has meetings with like four different teams out here. Is that normal for Indianapolis? Is that kind of what combine experience is? Is that normal? You know, normal?
6: that you know, you, typically there's not a player available because usually available after March fifteenth. So it. the fact that he's actually available now is just different. So yeah, this is a little bit new, mm-hmm. but it, you know. Pretty convenient for them.
0: A lot of planning before you get here about what you, who you want to talk to, how you want to talk to, or as it kind of develops through the week here, you figure it out.
6: It uh, was a lot of planning. You know, we'll, we'll talk like our college scouts are kind of planning on what players we want to talk to uh, with our formal interviews, with our informal interviews. In the end, we'll talk with everybody, but you only get so many formal interviews. Um, you know, we'll talk to, the, to agents about our own players. Th- those will go on here, but uh, yeah, there is a plan that goes into it because you only have so many. You know, it's a tight time frame this week and a lot of work to get done.
0: Ty has a question for you, Tom. Yeah, Tom, last
1: year uh kind of to Connor's point, we were talking about, you know, like how good your team is on paper and you said you hate that term because ultimately like it doesn't mean shit. You know, like yep. what the the team that plays out there is is the team that matters. But how hard is it, especially after you make the playoffs, like, how difficult is it like, being honest with yourself, saying, hey, these are really the areas we need to improve? Like, we're obviously very good. We made it to the playoffs. But how difficult is that conversation with yourself, like, okay, this is really the area we need to improve on next I mean, that's,
6: year? That's a great question because you really got to be honest about where you are with your football team, not just me but everybody else involved. Um, I think it's important for us that when the season ends, take we, we take a step back. You know, kind of reevaluate where we are and then get together and just discuss and talk about things. Doing it in season is so hard um, because you're kind of, you know, looking at each week individually. But sit back after the season, discuss it with the right people. And um, you just from our standpoint, you're really never looking at the positives. You're always looking at what you what can you get fixed? What can you make improvements on? That's all we ever talk about. We never really sit around saying, well, we got Keenan Allen. He's a heck of a receiver. No, we're trying to. You know what else we need to get done. So you're always looking at the negatives more than the positives, unfortunately.
0: Oh, so you said third down defense. What's that? So That's we need uh, what's corner, nickel. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What are we? What are we looking yeah, another at here? D-tackle. What's the deal? Again,
6: like it's a combination of players. Well, development coaching the whole thing it kind of all if spent it was just of, if it was just like adding one player but well, that'd be easy
0: spent a lot of money last off season, right mm-hmm. made some plays yeah, oh, yeah.
6: Khalil comes in
0: JC mm, comes yeah. in mm-hmm. who else you guys spent some of my bosses getting Calvin Van Noy. Van Noy came yep. in you guys Cal, made a Cal, lot of moves Gerald Everett again. hey yep. he, he started um he told us well I think somebody else told us and then we had to ask him about oh I think yeah it was your uh your commentator crew yeah. They just yeah. ratted you up immediately. Yep. Just mm-hmm. okay. immediately, I asked him. I was like, "What's going on, with Kyle Van Noy?" They're like, "It feels like he's taking more of a leadership role. Like feels a little bit more comfortable." And then we asked him, and he was like, "Yeah, he got to a point, just like you were talking about with Herbert and Luck. He got a little bit more comfortable. I think being a little bit more of a leader in a, yeah. brand, a brand new locker room. He was obviously. Are you going to be active
6: in free agency? That's not something that was normally your mo. I don't yeah, think. I mean, we we cannot be as active this year as last year, just based on you know the space that we have. So we won't be as active. We'll still look to add where we can add, but won't be anything like last year um but if we could ask like you know we signed kyle after the draft last year and he was tremendous i mean we knew he was a great leader but um yeah. we really saw like his play in like november december just went like this and then his leadership you know being around more comfortable with the guys he was tremendous but you know we signed you know bryce callahan late in the process great name bryce bryce had a great <laughs> year for sure. us so that may be more the, more the market we're in this year, but we'll kind of see how it plays out.
0: Uh, does Eckler just have a touchdown incentive? Mm-hmm. Dude just scores. Touch. All <laughs> yeah. he does is just score. Yeah. That, that might have been the most sure bet of the year. Oh yeah, Eckler, anytime, touchdown. And then two touchdowns was pretty much like every game. He's remarkable, that dude.
6: He really is, and he does it all. What, and he does all the things as far as pass protection that nobody really talks about because you can't really quantify it in fantasy uh, points, but pass protection... You know, obviously, you know, catching out of the backfield, running the ball, he does everything for us. He's just a great player.
0: What do you think about the combine? Is it losing its luster or no? We had Rapport on. Rapport mm-hmm. was talking about how some of the coaches aren't coming anymore, and I guess it makes sense for coaches not necessarily to be here. But I feel like personnel and staff probably always going to be at the combine or no?
6: I mean, the combine is 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 as important now as it's ever been. It's just that I think we've found different ways to be more efficient working. Um, COVID. Exactly. I mean, I've learned a lot of things from COVID, so. You know as far as when we come here like how efficient can we be like there's certain things that we need to be here for but there are things like like do we need 30 people watching the short shuttle like just give me the time i don't need to watch the short shuttle no uh, everybody has their different so, times remember yeah, right. uh-huh. but again so there's a lot of things that we do we've always done i think we can True. get better at um but the combine is important but we've kind of you know there's different ways to kind of handle this i think we've all kind of changed a little. not all of us but i know we've even changed a little bit so
0: how's the sofi coming we enjoy it. Great atmosphere. It rains
6: oh, geez, in there, yeah. though. Yeah, rained, bro. That place Did you hear tough. about that? I think it blew in on the sides, didn't it? The yeah. So matter. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it rained way. in there. It was slick, bro. Yeah. We were
0: there. We were standing there on the sideline. We have no idea how figure, we got to do that. We were. Call- Did you hear about this? We we're calling I the national- it, yeah. on the sideline, just standing, walking the perimeter Sweet of the field state, right? while the national championship is happening. SoFi is beautiful. Those field suites. Mm. Oh. Yeah, quite a racket you're running, Tom Seems like quite a racket, <laughs> Tom I don't know if that's like necessary. Stare like, of the asses, the yeah, players. But yeah. that stadium is Beautiful, top-notch mm-hmm. And then once it started raining in there, we're like, this seems to be inefficient. <laughs> but it was in Los Angeles. It was raining in a dome. It's not a dome, well, I guess. it's not a dome, yeah,
6: it's a canopy. It's a covered Lightning. stadium, mm-hmm. or a canopy, I don't know. Yeah, Indoor whatever outside. it Indoor is. Exactly. Outdoor.
0: How do you feel about that, though? Because obviously that is a conversation that took place, what, three years ago, I think, yep. with the Chargers, whenever you guys were in the MLS stadium, and then going into SoFi. And then now you got the face of the franchise. You make the playoffs. SoFi's beautiful. It feels like everything's really going in the Chargers' direction over
6: there. Yeah, that's the plan. The arrow's up. You know, we just gotta keep it keep it moving forward so you know back to back winning seasons made the playoffs this year but we got to take it much farther but yeah we've got a quarterback in hand we've got a nice group of players around them both you know some veterans and some younger players and it's a beautiful stadium and really the the fan support this year really coming from the soccer stadium and then moving to SoFi in the first year it was it was COVID so it was empty. So then the second oh. year like what is it really going to be like sure. and it was much better than I ever would have anticipated. Just, just didn't know was, you know we're new in the market new stadium um, but the amount of Charger fans have been, has been tremendous. Uh,
0: do you still think about having an entertaining brand of football? Cause Staley comes in mm-hmm. and we talked to Staley. We're thankful that Staley came into the last oh, yeah. office, last combine. And he, he almost made it a point. Like we play an entertaining style of football. I think you said the same yeah, thing. I totally
6: believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You think about that when you're scouting people too? I do. I mean, I, to me, like, you know, playing 13, 10 football, is not exciting football, obviously it's, it can, if it can win great, but we want to win, we want to entertain people on the way to winning and, Plus, where we are in Los Angeles, that's what you have to do. Um, so we want to throw the ball. We want to have an, an offense that gets the ball down the field. We want to have an exciting defense. And, you know, that's the style of play. And, and you know, Brandon is an aggressive play caller, uh, both on defense and in game management situations. We kind of want that identity.
0: That's awesome oh, to think yeah. about. Go ahead, no, Tom. We just,
2: I was just – like, talk we were talking about this year, like the teams that seemed like regime turnover were teams that their record wasn't good, but they also didn't score points. Like teams where – their record was not good, but they were scoring points and like were more exciting. It seemed like those regimes got to stay versus the regimes that oh, didn't score points. Interesting. And we're also because the fans are well, like, well, if you're well. scoring points, the fans I well, guess it, will give you a little bit of a break. But if you're not scoring points, like, well,
0: and at, if run, it's miserable to watch yeah. and you stink, like we happen to have a streak yeah, sure. that yeah. was six figures and then has an escalator to it all of a sudden <laughs> out of nowhere, yep. and it was tough to watch. Mm-hmm. That was a tough brand of football to watch. A lot of turnover. It's like you heard fans get louder, though, because it's like, we're supporting you. You're not as good as we thought you were going to be. And it stinks. Like, we're not, obviously, the Colts aren't the only situation. That's like, so I appreciate the fact that you have that, like, in mind, like, also want to have an entertaining brand of football. That's a real thing in the business that is the NFL, I think.
6: Yeah, it is. You just can't give up, you know, that wins and losses are number one, because fans are entertained when you win. But there's definitely a, a style of play that we think we can play to entertain our fans.
0: What are you doing uh, to come with these quarterbacks? You, you have your quarterback. So do you even look into it? Do you do scouting for other teams? Because you know that another team's going to draft that Ooh. quarterback? Like, are you trying to get as much intel as possible? And what do you think about the current draft class that's coming out? Um, I mean, I'll Where say, are we deep at in this class?
5: Mm.
6: We, we look at it differently. Because I know when people talk about deep and you know, weak, they're really looking at the first round, maybe the first and second round. We're kind of looking at the whole draft. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I'm a can GM. A, I gotta actually I mean is it, I, don't have, I don't have media. Okay, I don't have
0: time to do that. But is this a good draft class you think in your eyes? I think
6: so. I think I've, I've seen a lot of players that we like. You know, we have seven picks right now. We've got to find seven players out of the group. I think we can do that. But um, mm. the quarterback class You're happy you got <laughs> Herbert, huh? I'm glad we got Justin right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Colts need a quarterback. So, yeah. so are the great. Raiders though, Uh-oh. in the division. Yeah, that's good that's your news. point. Hey yeah. your division,
0: Stout your division. It I mean, tough. hey, that guy's good over there in Kansas City. Yeah. Yep. They're unbelievable. Yep. Dynasty, we're in the middle of right yeah. now. Yeah, big time. Chargers always playing well, though. So, what is that? Is that always? Yep. I mean, that was Herbert's first game, right? Yeah. Herbert's first game came in. Knocked against that the Chiefs. guy out. Yep. Yeah, first drive, knocks him out, sets the tone. Is Chiefs a thought in your. Because remember, okay, what was dude's name for the Houston Texans? Charlie Casserly. Yes. Charles okay. Casserly. He was supposed to take Reggie Bush. He does not take Reggie Bush. He takes Mario Williams. They ask him, "Why'd you take Mario Williams?" I got to sack Peyton Manning. That's what I got to get to Peyton Manning in Indianapolis. Is that how you have to think whenever you're talking about building
6: your team? You can't help but not think about it. I mean, we know we have to beat the Raiders, got to beat the Broncos, got to beat the Chiefs, Um, but you can't help but there's always be looking at how we can stop Mahomes. You can't. So it's it's part of your process, part of our our process in the draft as we talk about different players. knowing that you know you need 10 11 12 wins to get in the playoffs so you have to beat some teams outside your division but when you have you know Andy Reid and Brett Veach and Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City you know how are we gonna get past those guys so yeah those do come up what are your relationships like with other GMs pretty good you guys all pretty kosher with each other I think so. You know, most of us kind of came up in this business, been in this, you know, doing this a long time, so you get the chance to meet guys, you know, before they're GMs. So you kind of know them before then. So uh, yeah, it's pretty cordial.
0: Oh, coming up in the business. Here we go. You know Jeff Saturday well. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that hiring? The interim. That was a big calm Obviously, you're yeah, in your yeah. own world. You got your blinders on doing your thing. Oh, wow. Whew. Whoa, that was a loud, loud conversation in the world. Whenever Jeff Saturday got hired, obviously they win. He goes undefeated first weekend. Yeah, yep, that's I right. Playing, actually played the Colts in... In uh, Indy. Yeah. Got a chance yeah, to yeah. watch your
6: team operate yeah. against Jeff Saturday's team. What did you think about that whole situation? Well, I mean, I couldn't help, but I, mean, I was surprised. I just hadn't seen that done before. Um, you know Jim, though. Yeah, but I like outside-the-box thinking, and I just, but I do also think that you know, putting someone in that position, you know, it was tough on Jeff. I mean, just walking into you know, a situation with... you know Hadn't been there at training camp, didn't know the coaching staff. So it was a tough situation for him. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was surprised as anybody... You know, I, I did not did not see that one coming at all. See, we lo-
0: I love Jeff. You yeah, know very Jeff well, very yeah. We all know yeah. Jeff very well. And I was, like, just happy that a player got an opportunity to do that because of what we were talking about before we went on air about, like, AQ, 12 years in the NFL. He wants to be a coach. He's fixing printers and getting coffee for people mm-hmm. at 4.30 a.m. Like, you're not going to get a lot of some of our best football minds after a great football career to sign up to coach just because you got to go back. This is just how it is. This is how yep. it's always been done. Yep. So I like the fact that it was like, all right, we're getting a player who has a great mind, who has done a lot for the program. He's in a Ring of Honor. Putting him on a fast track almost to coaching was hoping he had success. They, they, they did not, they did that, 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 but they didn't have success before. No, exactly. flashes. that's why I even got a, That's why I even got the gig. Mm-hmm. That whole thing is fascinating though. The whole coaching hiring process, you're happy. You don't have to do it. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, but,
6: to me, it's, it's the most difficult job you have probably in all professional sports is hiring a head coach. It's a hard process. If you look at the success rate of all, you know, baseball, basketball, football, I mean, the, the success rate's not high when you're hiring a coach. So, you know, the Colts go outside the box, you know, I'm all for it. Maybe we need to l- really look at how we hire. Um, we're lucky where we are right now, but it's tough. It it's really is. It's hard. Um, what, did, what did Staley do in the interview that made you think like
0: this is the guy over maybe somebody else? Was there something that you can like pinpoint?
6: I don't, it, it shouldn't just be one. If it's just one thing, that, that, that wouldn't be good enough to hire somebody. But it was an overall approach, how he's going to handle the team. Um, and then secondary to that, how he's going to handle the defense. Um, and, uh, and that how he's going to handle game situations. So a lot of it, it's, it's really trying to take in as much as you can. So when you're hiring a head coach, or at least how I looked at it, um, you are going to look at um, you know, the interview obviously is important, but you know, what's his body of work? What's he done on the field? What's his either defense or offense? What have they done? How have they played? That's part of it. And then trying to vet that person with people that don't have agendas, which is hard, to try and find you know, really you know, very objective um, information about the players, the people that you're hiring so those were the three things that went into it and he just really, you know, checked off all the boxes for me. Hell
0: yeah. Well, happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you so much for stopping by. A lot of negotiating this off season or no? Oh yeah. I got a I got a lawsuit you can dive into. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I need you. If you wanna take a peek. Just go down to Mississippi. Do you have anything to mm-hmm. say actually about Yeah, do you wanna or? do you wanna say anything On about me being sued, you know, yeah. for anything like that? What are you being sued for? Well, defamation, dude. It's a whole yeah. thing. I mean it's We didn't break the news. No, we just talked about the news. Reported on it, right? And then now, I'm gonna get deposed. That's gonna be must watch. You're gonna have
6: a lot more lawsuits coming from all over the place. That's well. That's that's the the that's the point.
0: That's why I'm being so like, like a lot of people are telling me like, don't. Why are you talking about? Because I don't have a lawyer. I'm gonna, I'm (laughs) gonna have to hire one, obviously. And I'm in the process. I've been interviewing lawyers. I've been doing the whole thing. And a lot of people are like, stop talking about it. You're only making it harder. It's like. No, I'm not going to. This is not how this works. Like, I am not just going to lay here and just take it, Tom. I think I've been like this probably forever, though. That's kind of how
6: I I've got a guy Ice Miller you might be able to. Oh, <laughs> right here in town. Yeah. That a baby, Tom. Right All right.
0: Street. I appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, have a great Combine week. Good luck with everything. And thank you so much for making the trek up here to the Thunderdome. Boys, any last questions for
4: Tom? Yeah, just one. We have this conversation a lot. As a GM, because Staley's a defensive head coach, do you get worried that if you guys have you know the best year that you've ever had, your <laughs> offensive coordinator is mm. going to get plucked and then all of a sudden you're going to have to kind of
6: reset yeah. a little? It's, a, it's a, like a scared mentality. I, I mean, mean, you're not even close. Back though. up no. over, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Tom, back up over. It's just like a scared mentality to have that we don't want to, we want to make sure our offensive coordinator is not so good that he gets taken away. So, no, nah, that's coordinator. not. We're hardly yeah. the best person we Kellen can find. Moore. Kellen Moore, yeah. and, oh, uh, Kellen, why'd you yeah. have Hire
0: Kellen, what you see in him? He had a lot of success with Dallas, obviously.
6: We got uh, we got lucky; he was available, really. Um, yeah, the, the numbers kind of spe- you know speak for itself in Dallas. I think he'll fit really well, and you know he'll, he'll be a head coach someday. Hopefully, if, you know a couple of years down the line. But you know we're gonna hire the best person there, and you know fully knowing that yeah they may move on. Yeah. Same offense? No, new offense. It'll be a new offense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's not a thing you have to. Like, that's the whole conversation. Yeah. And like, Herbert
4: will just have to keep having to reset his offense and
6: learn a new playbook and all that. You don't live in your fears, He's though. He's smart. He's smart. Mm-hmm. Be- he can handle it. Hey, we're going to pay him a lot of money. I think he can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, general manager of the Los Angeles Chargers, Tom Telesco. And- Shout out to the man that just joined us. And although it is Tom Telesco Tuesday, there's another guy joining us that this is Super Bowl season for him. Yeah. His brain is large. He does incredible research. Formerly a scout. Now he's the big brain that's on NFL Network chatting about all the players that are being scouted at this combine. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to move the sticks. Daniel Jeremiah. Yeah! Uh, Mr. Jeremiah, thank you for making the trek to the Thunderdome. You're the fucking man.
7: No, oh, you guys are too
0: kind. Can I, can I
7: just say a thank you, by the way, because... I'm getting ready to have four days of calling 40s, and you kind of get repetitive saying the same thing over and over again. But thanks to the show, I've got a new one I can use, which is that guy was running like he just had some bad tacos. Boom, boom. There you go. Hey, Free of charge.
4: Shout out.
0: And if he boops his pants, it'll probably help him. Hey, in Indy, too. Like, there's a lot of – how about this guy?
7: unbelievable man 27 years old i know and what? i i just saw the clip so i saw the social clip and then i'm like about 30 seconds in i'm like i knew the whole story and i'm like there's still a minute and a half like what, what else is there to <laughs> yeah, tell but you got you went a little deeper than i thought yeah, you I would go how about was, the toilet yeah. closed and that, by the way the 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 lulu underwear i i've i've been on a trip before where i didn't have enough and i've had to go not cheap. No. not cheap no i never, I never
4: yeah. buy that clothes. was a tough sacrifice yeah, i kind of left out it. It took me about four hours to clean the poop off Oof. the walls and the floor. How do you get a <laughs> new bathroom? I mean, Just, it was tough.
0: Let's move into this because you're an incredible scout. Right? Yeah. That's why you are the person you're at uh, and the job that you have. Formerly a scout in the NFL, now with NFL Network, breaking it all down for us. A lot of guys to scout. What would you say about a 27 year old who pooped his yeah. <laughs> pants? Yeah. that
7: help you? Well, I mean, I, I like the fact that he plays with urgency. There you <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. go. <laughs> That's yeah. a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, high pressure player, kind of. Yeah, think he left it. it all out
7: there. He yeah, did. First yeah. one.
0: So. Last one so, yeah, first one in, last one out. Sure. Toilet first actually, one he was, down, last actually, one out. Actually, he
7: was the last one in. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. A little
0: bit
4: late. Yeah. Guys, not, there's no. Uh, I clean the shit out of my bathroom, so that shows some sort of accountability.
0: Yeah, Perhaps. yeah. If you break it, fix it. Bingo. Yeah. Boom. You would do that, that every single time. Player. Bought Lululemon underwear. That's good. Yeah, yeah. And that's, commitment. that's commitment. That's commitment. Yeah. Put my pants on the field. I'm still going to keep playing. We're proud of you. I'm drafting that guy. Bingo. We're also proud of you, man. Because honestly, uh, we've watched you on the internet for a long time, Mm -hmm. and now you are the authority, basically, during Combine week and scouting of the NFL. And you help us out immensely, so we appreciate the hell out of you. Let's talk about this Combine. Obviously, the quarterback conversation is huge. You're going to have to do a lot of it this week. Four out of the top five guys are thrown. That's a big deal, right? Mm -hmm. Is that normal? Is that not normal? And what are you excited to see out of these guys? Not
7: recently. I mean, recently it's been kind of the in vogue thing. Just wait till your pro day and and do it there. So I love the fact we're going to see a bunch of these guys. Are you
0: going to make sure you talk about? Like if they miss, like never thrown with this guy, like I I hope, oh, yeah, yeah. I hope for the future that this sets a precedent, like, hey, get out there and compete and throw a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I think GMC a lot out of that when guys choose to throw as opposed to opting out. I think it's a good thing. Not no,
7: a bad thing. It's a great thing. And you're not going to hurt yourself. I, you you want to see these guys. A lot of them haven't been under center. You know, And I know it's a shotgun game even in the NFL now, but still, it's a chance to just watch them move around with their feet. You can see how the ball comes off your hand. But the, you know the timing and and the accuracy is going to be spotty for all these guys. You don't know these guys you're throwing to. The the line changes with who you've got and who you who you're with. So I just want to see how they spin it, how the ball comes out of their hand, and how they move around.
0: Let's talk about the guys. Anthony Richardson's stock is going to Malik go Willis ahead. this year, right? Or this year? That's he. It is going to go through. Remember, Malik gave his jacket to a homeless person. He did on right? the street here in Indianapolis. That yep. was just a part of the whole thing. Threw mm-hmm. the ball, ran well. His highlights at Liberty were incredible. He gave us. He was almost going to be a first rounder after nobody even knew who he was before Indianapolis list anthony richardson is going to be that guy this year
7: i think he's got more ability uh than malik like there's more oh, and also there. he played at
0: florida as opposed yeah, to yeah but like you
7: mm-hmm. were you at the uh utah game the
0: i was not dan orlovsky okay maybe game. i
7: heard somebody talking about it said he it loved Rolfe- him the- yeah like i've said if you were if you were in, in an alien spaceship and you landed and that's the only week of college football that you watched and you watched every game you'd say that's the best player in the country like he's that gifted so it's all there. It's just a matter of you know getting it out of him, going to the right place. I think he needs to sit. I know there's some disagreement on that. Mm-hmm. You have a guy who's raw. Some people say, ah, oh, he needs to play and get, no. To me, this is the Mahomes plan. Let him let him sit, let him learn, let him develop, clean some stuff up, and then you, you could have a huge payout.
0: What do you think about C.J. Stroud? What he did against Georgia, he used his legs more. That was the big conversation around Ohio. Is that the conversation around the NFL as well?
7: Yeah, and it was, it, even with me individually, when you watched him, I'm like, okay, everything's on time. He's outstanding. He's just He throws a beautiful ball. He can make every type of throw. Um, it, everything's natural to him. It just looks so smooth and easy. When he had to move and reset, his accuracy tanked. You didn't see him really make as many plays with his legs. And then all of a sudden, you get to the Georgia game, and he's you know he's creating all kinds of stuff. Now, part of it is because Georgia gives you the opportunity to do that because they're getting so much heat on you. Um, but... The old scouting adage is if you can do it once, you can do it. So I know it's in there. I know we can do it. I just wish we would have saw more of it.
0: Did you hear all the Ohio fucks? Mm -hmm. The Ohio fucks, AJ and the boys over there in Ohio were like, This is what we've been asking for him to do. He didn't have to. They get to the college football playoff. He didn't have to do it. I assume NFL teams are going to want to see him move because that's where the game is headed, you're thinking?
7: Yeah, you got to be. You, you got to be able to create. And it's not like you're not asking him to do what, what Anthony Richardson does, who's got like 60, 80-yard touchdown runs. I just want to say, hey, if you get a free rusher, can you make this guy miss instead of just taking a sack or you know mm-hmm. throwing the ball away and give us a chance to make something happen? And that was something you just didn't see a lot of. So the fact that he can do it is, is encouraging to know that that you know hey there's that's in there that's part of his game it's gonna have to be you can't to be a statue in today's the league you, you can't do it
0: anymore I don't want to harp on this because we've talked about it but it is combine week and he's potentially the number one overall pick Bryce Young's talent outweighs his size yeah
7: I, I think it does okay, I don't think so I don't think
0: he fits for all 32 former scout yeah in the NFL yeah Potential GM someday. which is the person who used to have your job got a GM title and a GM job. Mm-hmm. TV that happens. You're dialed in. You think there's going to be people that are just like ah, he's small, but the guy's a freak. Is that what the conversation is about, Bryce Young?
7: Yeah, I, I. You know, you have to talk yourself into the size. And I've had buddies around the league when you talk to them, they're like, "Dude, I know how much you love him, but you got to see him in person because he's just he's you got to see it. He's just not big."
0: Coaches are going to be very um, anti Bryce Young.
7: Yeah, well, you know how it is. They all want the prototype. Yes. Um,
0: but well, to- because potential Mm. can get your ass fired. You know what I mean? Like I think scouting departments potentially see the talent and everything like that. Football coaches, though, are going to be like, look what they, they but, give but us a guy who's going to
7: break. I, here. I, I think, though, it's two part of the Pat. I think you're going to see him. You know, I don't even think they, they don't do the weigh ins where you go to the weigh ins anymore, but it would be one of those deals where the first time you pass him in the hallway, you're going to see coaches like, no way, there's no way, we can't do this. And then they're going to sit in the room with him, and they're going to listen to this guy talk ball, and he's going to talk about every protection that they're running. He's going to talk about where guys are coming from, and they'll be like, this guy's like a savant. And they're going. "Oh, oh really?" And they'll, huh. they'll change their tune. Oh, is that I, I the talked to, talk to coaches at Alabama that said, "You play on Saturday. On Sunday, you know, they have a team of a zillion guys yeah. working there in, anal, in the analyst department.
0: All, so all they, fired coaches.: yeah, <laughs> Exactly.
7: So they give them they have a packet of the next team you're going to play on a Sunday. So you play on Saturday night, Sunday morning, you come to get your treatment at, at the facility, they give you your packet for the next week. Most quarterbacks. On Monday, they, they were going to watch the tape of the previous game. Okay, let's dive into this. What do we got here? We'll work on this throughout the week. They said he'd show up Monday and be like, hey, I don't really like this, this, this route against the coverage we're going to see with these guys. Like oh, he, that's he's, the most damn, important thing. He had swallowed the whole thing and had, a, had adjustments he wanted to make protection-wise, route-wise, and he said a lot of times we ended up incorporating what he was doing because it was really good.
0: So he didn't win. What's that? He played at Bama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. Didn't yeah. win. He's a Bama.
7: Yeah, oh, in terms of winning the ultimate thing? Yeah. I would say if you watched last year's draft and you saw the 900 Georgia defenders (laughs) that got drafted, and (laughs) and you watched the SEC championship game when his receivers were healthy, and it was a track meet, and he was going up and down the field against all those NFL dudes, and then the receiver hurts his knee, Mechie's out as well. He's got no wideouts the second time they play him. So... And I've seen him against an elite, elite, as good as there is, literally the most talented defense in college football history. You can pull up the numbers, but I want to say 450 and, you know, four or whatever. Hey, you, you love answer. Bryce Young, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Okay,
0: oh. you're changing the way I think of it. Because yeah. I, I haven't met him as a person, and I didn't know any of that stuff. I just look at just like – Stats pretty much yeah. about the quarterbacks are going to get hit. Yeah. Like, quarterbacks are going to get hit, mm-hmm. and these are big fucking dudes, especially 100%. if they're going to change the sling and yeah. Yeah. the slam thing. Right. Like, there is going to be hits that come. If I am drafting a guy, I would like to see him survive. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him make it. You think that, because brain acumen is the biggest, that yeah. is the most important yeah. part of it all. He can make every throw. He's a baller. You think that that is something that's certainly going to outweigh everything?
7: Look, if he's in a draft and I've got my choice of six foot six Trevor Lawrence or Bryce Young, I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence.
0: Strictly because of the six foot six. Survival.
7: I mean, he's, he's, he's a, they're similar players. This guy's got the size. To me, I think the gap is players between him and Stroud. I just think he's a better player. So, all things equal, I'd much rather have, yeah, obviously we all want bigger guys. There's not a Joe Burrow in this draft. There's not a, you know, there's not an Andrew Luck. There's, there's not a Trevor Lawrence. So, with what we have in this draft, I think he's clearly the best one, and I think he's one that can go out and be successful in in the right spot. I think I think Indy is the perfect spot for him. Really, wow. and Jim Irsay loves him. Yeah, Jim Irsay. Well, do you do you think he was just uh-huh. sandbagging so, there? I don't
0: know. Like that would be funny if they decided to use Steichen's press conference as a work. <laughs> yeah. You know, and him and Chris Ballard mm-hmm. are both working in there. That sounded like an off-air conversation that carried into a press conference. Yeah, because Chris Ballard does. Because Chris Ballard said or trade back. Right? And mm-hmm. Jim goes, oh, This guy loves picks over here. <laughs> you could hear like Jim and Chris yeah. conversation off air taking place up there. Yeah. That guy from Bama looks pretty good. It was like, I think that was Jim telling Chris again yeah. what he said off air, yeah. on air. But who cares? If you're going to get the number one, you're going to get the number one anyways, which I think the Colts might make a play at some point. I though. just
7: feel like with them specifically, like of all the teams that could make a trade or go up there for a quarterback,
0: it makes the most sense.
7: Like Carolina, you think? I think even more so for Indy. I, I just think Indy's been on this veteran carousel for so long and trying just the short-term, short-term, short-term. I think their team's good enough for I don't think they're going to be picking all the way up here again. So this is your shot. You're there. Just just make it happen. Go get the guy. And don't sit there and wait at four and cross your fingers that the guy you like's going
0: to be. Well, there. Jim Ursay has tweeted, obviously, go up to the top, please. My relationship with the Chicago Bears goes back more than 60 years. I mean, he is <laughs> you know, I mean? Jim Morrissey is a lightning rod. He is awesome and he's riding a bear at the Lincoln Park Zoo. <laughs> his dad made his money in Chicago.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: HVAC units, I believe, right, for every building in Chicago. That's where he got his money. Then they go obviously go to AC. Baltimore, then they come over to Indianapolis. <laughs> I don't know who created the patent for the HVAC. I mean, that story sure, has yeah. obviously I, been told in many different ways, but I think Jim grew up in Chicago. Is that a, a it's a real Bear. Yeah, him and Putin, oh, Yeah, Goddamn yeah. yep. That's mm-hmm. what they
7: do, bro. And, and, uh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? The MMA
0: who does this stuff, too. Oh, Habib. yeah, Habib. Oh, yeah, Habib. The whole, yeah. I think yeah. everybody He's from like that country. He's, like, full on
4: wrestling,
7: yeah. those dudes,
0: man. Oh, yeah. Those videos are yeah. insane. Yeah, the internet has really allowed us to understand <laughs> that people do a lot more with bears than I thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. Know? And people are a lot more loose with bears. Jackie Moon and Precious. I'm picking with them. Yeah, like Jack Smacking them in. Oh, look at this little fucking. Semi-pro is my only time of thinking that. But then on the internet, it's like, over there in like... Uh, Dagestan. And mm-hmm. Russia. Yeah. Crimea. Yep. They, they just, like, bears are dogs almost.
7: <laughs> oh, my, that's crazy. Like, I, I'll give you my one bear story. They'll first.
0: always beat us because of that. I Cocaine think. bear now, too. Dang. Yeah, that bear I'm
7: in Alaska, Coke. family vacation, where at, we, you take a little float plane into this little area, right, into this oh, little, little lodge, animals. and then they've got, uh, they cook the salmon for you and all that, of you see the glaciers. So the kids are little, and I'm like, I gotta do something to entertain the kids while we're kind of waiting for the plane to take us back. I'm like, let's do it, I'll do like an obstacle course, like race. So I set this thing up on the grass. All of a sudden, a bear's coming out there, and my little daughter, she's she's head down. Like I got to get her head up as a oh, runner. God. She's head down like this, and I'm like seeing my. I'm like, oh my! I'm like sprinting out to her, I'm like stop, stop! And she thinks I'm just trying to make it so that my son wins the race. I'm like,
0: no, no, no! no. Oh, for a, a bear! Yeah. It's like a no bear! <laughs> uh, it's amazing to think about you, and uh, this is what a scout would do, buddy. Yeah. Me. All right a little three-cone drill out here See, and, your daughter, kid combine. and your daughter competitive like oh my dad's trying to screw me over <laughs> here i ain't even thinking about <laughs> it happy to hear nobody died from no, that no, bear. we're good yeah that's great that might have been the bear that, in the that's kind of what it looked like yeah hey yeah, congrats to that bear that's being good. a cool bear not a cocaine bear because i think if it was a cocaine bear your daughter has anybody seen that by the way no we just heard bill, yeah, uh, Bill's Bill's best bill. Movie ever. our photographer bill McComas, billy uh also the guy who codes on youtube mm-hmm. he said good movie dumb yeah. movie He said, but good movie. He said that the Bear really loved cocaine. Like, that's been everybody's big takeaway is that that Bear loved coke more than anybody else. And I'm very pumped Mm -hmm. to kind of watch. Let's go with the last quarterback in this whole thing, Levis. Yeah. Out of Kentucky, right, numbers not that good. Kentucky not that good. Yeah. He has the body type, though. That's what everybody's thinking. And he can spin it. We saw some clips, or he can spin it. And Hendon Hooker who yeah. we are a big fan of, happy to see he made your top 50. Yeah.
7: Yeah, I, I don't feel like there's been enough talk about Hinton Hooker. We thought that as well, yeah. actually. You know, he's a, he's a good player. I think, you know, with all the age and the injury, look, you should be thinking about things in terms of four and five years in the NFL. Everything can change. If you tell me right now I'm going to get four, five, six years of, of really above-average, borderline, you know, close-to-elite quarterback play, who cares? Take if the guy's it. guys older, take it, man. Let's so to me his tape was really really good and he's accurate he's big he can move around uh, you know we'll see where he ends up going but I, to me I think if he didn't get hurt I think we'd be talking about him as a first round pick
0: I agree and that was a he- video of Hendon that he posted from his workout he can fucking spin it bro. Yeah. Yeah. massive hands spin yeah I saw him hold yeah, the ball. yeah he was on our program yeah and we we basically told him like Hey, we're a big fan. He was there with Beans. What yeah, Bush's Be- Bush. Beans. Bush's Beans. Nice. He, he was there with Bush's <laughs> Beans. And he had the Hooker Beans, I believe. Yep. And I obviously, game day, went to two Tennessee games. Yeah. So I got to see a lot of him. And I got to see the reaction of him. I got to meet his parents. I got to meet everything. I love it. Dude, the guy is. I feel great about him. Yeah, I, I'm curious to
7: see where. It's, it's an intriguing guy. Where, he where, he, where, where is he projected? Well, I, I, mean, I put him in my top 50, but I, I think he's probably in that second round range. But like, I'm looking at a team, the Saints, right? You're, you're picking in there. Yeah. He's better than anybody you, that you got there. I take him over Andy Dalton at this point in time.
0: We already know what Jameis is, you know, good bad, or better and great leader too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I take a shot on him. Hypo's offense is a lot of option routes too. So yeah. he's thinking pre-snap and post-snap mm-hmm. down there in Tennessee, and they had a lot of success. The
7: hard thing with that offense though is they literally spread you from sea to shining sea. I mean, they're like two yards from the sideline on each side. And then they put Hyatt, the track star, in the slot sure. and for some reason, everybody in the SEC thought it'd be a wise idea to put a safety down there over him, and he just throws vertical after
0: vertical after vertical Hits after it, vertical. though. Oh, it's
7: beautiful. Which yeah. is a big deal. Let's talk but about Levis. it's a Levis. Little different. It's going to be an adjustment for him just playing in a little more condensed environment. Let's
0: talk about Levis a little bit. Yeah. Puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Yep. Eats bananas with the peels on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that he's an independent thinker. Like <laughs> As a quarterback, I like a unique guy mm-hmm. who is his own person. Is it all just because he looks like an NFL quarterback to people like him? Or what do you think the big hype is around him? Because you call it Kentucky was not ever really yeah. in the conversation. No offense, Kentucky. They'll come back in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Love Kentucky. But they were never really in the convo. Is he going to do well at the combine? And what do you think it is about
7: Will? Yeah, I mean, he's got... He's got everything you want in terms of the size, the arm strength, the athleticism, the toughness, the competitiveness. Like, those are all the pluses. You watch him last year, there were better better offensive lines. Some, they had Wondell Robinson out there, so he had somebody to throw the ball he, to. us see,
0: third-rounder uh, offensive line? they got a guard who's going yeah. third round or something like that? Yeah,
7: yeah. So th- this, this year, they didn't, just didn't have a ton around him. That doesn't excuse the fact that he was not great on tape when you watch him. Now, one of the things that he had a toe injury, I believe, oh. on his left foot, and I think he had his left shoulder. So I didn't know that when I'm watching him, and I'm literally taking my notes and I'm like, dude, everything this guy throws to the left, he's totally closed off. He's working against himself. His accuracy goes down, you know, big time. And then I find out later, well, gosh, he had a toe, he had the shoulder, he didn't run as much. Like the year before, I think he had nine rushing touchdowns. Like they used him more with his legs and like he didn't like he couldn't. He was hurt. So you gotta factor all that stuff in together. Um and then he's supposed to be somebody again who's really smart. They rave about him from all that, from all that. I just there's a zillion sacks and there's a ton of turnovers. So at the combine, when I'm sitting in the room with them, if you're a team, we're gonna we're gonna watch these turnovers, we're gonna watch these sacks, and just tell me what you know what you see, what happened, and maybe you come out of that feeling a little bit better about it than, than they you got did him
0: like top five quarterback, top four quarterback. Is there gonna be a quarterback heavy top ten, top? 15? I think
7: so. There's just enough teams that need them. and they're all. I feel like they're in the same divisions. Like it's the South, the NFC yeah. South, and the AFC South. Everybody needs quarterbacks. Yeah. So. We know. Yeah, That's exactly. And the the the, the right. thing about the – you know, with the Texans and the, the Colts is it's like a two-for-one because not only – if you go up to get one, not only do you get him, but you keep them from a team inside your division.
0: Yeah, yeah. D'Amico, oh, yeah. obviously, and the Texans are going to get hungry. Connor has a question for you. You alluded yeah. to it earlier. Yeah, of course. You know, Matt Jones and the Patriots took no, a No, that back. is not – I was talking <laughs> about oh, okay, okay, yeah, good. yeah, yeah, was Siki. <laughs>
4: Siki. Tight ends, and this actually does go with Matt Jones the Patriots. Yeah. Patriots love tight ends. Yeah. How good – you said before we came on, you know – The the draft class this year is very deep at tight end. Are there, like, Kyle Pitts-esque players because that, you know, obviously he was fourth overall, got drafted very high. Are are there guys like that that might make an impact so early, or do you think because of the quarterbacks being, you know, so many needy teams for quarterbacks that those will get taken in the top five, top six, and then we're going to see two, three tight ends in the first round? Or what do you think?
7: I think we'll see two or three in the first round later in the first round. Uh, I don't think you'll see one go in the top ten. Oh, really? No, but I I think – like, Kincaid for me is unbelievable. Who's but that? Kincaid from Utah. I think he's the best tight end in the draft.
0: Better than uh, he's, Mayer. He's
7: just more sudden. He's more explosive than Mayer. Like, you can watch. Wow. I don't know if you pull up his. If you pulled up Kincaid's numbers, just look at, look at what he did against. I know USC's USC. defense wasn't yeah. good this year. But if you the first game he had against SC, I was watching the targets, guys. I'm sitting there. So you can go through the video and you can sort it and just watch all of his targets for the year. And when you're doing tape on all these guys, it's just one after another after another. And so I'm sitting there going like, I think I just dozed off because I think I've been watching this guy catch passes against USC for the last 30 minutes. Like did I, and I, I, I literally pulled up the boxer. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's got like 15, 16 catches in that game. Um, but he's he's more dynamic. He's going to be – I think he's just better in the passing game. Mayer's an all-around tight end, complete tight end, but everything's going to be kind of those combat catches, wall-off catches. He's kind of always around guys. He's not really getting away from
0: guys. Those are both first-rounders, you think, Mayor and I think, Kincaid? yes.
7: Yes, and I think you'll see Darnell Washington from uh, six, 6'7", Georgia. What a freak Beast. show! Dog. This tells you about Georgia. So their offensive line coach was my offensive line coach at App State, home of Luke Combs, by the way. Long
5: cold beer, never
0: broke my heart. Sang that with Luke Combs <coughs> yeah. on the hill, on the rock. Oh, that's I was jealous. What's was that jealous. called? App State on yeah, the yeah, rock. Yeah, the rock. Yeah. On the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there, we had a great time. That Gorgeous, was beautiful. The scenery was amazing. Bro, that was like yeah, my was... second week on game day. Was it really? Yeah, it was like, and then they Luke Combs awesome. comes walking up, mm-hmm. and I'm like. This show is a little different. Been yeah, yeah. well, on game days, a little bit different. That place was amazing. They treated know, us so very beautiful. well. I loved it up there. Think and about that. I went, Final play get, win. I think. I know. Yeah, they won on the hail mary. What a day gave, up yeah, there!
7: Insane. I went. No, nah, nah, I think I'm the, still the only person that Went from San Diego, California to Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> North hey, it's beautiful though. I loved it, man.
0: Hippie, a little bit of a hippie feel. Up a little
7: there. bit of that vibe. A Little granola. I enjoyed it. Yeah, good folks.
0: They were um, nice to me, man. But I'm talking. So I slept under a bar that night. That's right. right yeah, you weren't able to. Did you go
7: by the Did you go by the Daniel Boone Inn? I was that. They have great biscuits there.
0: So I didn't get to have any biscuits. We yeah. stayed at like um, you know, that's the thing about game days. It's very difficult to find hotels.
7: College town. Because man. if
0: we're going to the game, yeah. it's the biggest weekend mm-hmm. of that school. And if we're deciding to go there on a Monday or a Tuesday, yeah. four days beforehand, it is going to be difficult to find hotel rooms. So that's like my second week there. I am low man on totem pole, so we get to stay at this beautiful like uh, boutique kind of hotel.
7: Yeah, but it had a
0: bar in the the main level. It had like a little dance floor thing. Okay, and they're like, "Here's your room, sir." And they opened up like this closet door. I went down these steps, mm-hmm. and my room was literally directly under the bar. And it was it sounded like they were having a great time. <laughs> it sounded like they were having a great time. It was a beautiful place, but I was like, "Oh, I'm in it this year. Like, I'm in it for the long." Because yeah. like the people behind the scenes of game day are immaculate like hardworking great people would do whatever so they're kind of putting an interesting spot too but i was like i need to get a bus i thought about buying a bus literally after the <laughs> app state weekend yeah but we walked around the campus we saw a bunch of different places that place was amazing i could see why you would go from san diego to app state luke combs is a dog by the way he flew from wisconsin to App State, then back to Wisconsin because he had another show. And all the App State kids, as soon as the uh, show ended, sing, 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 sing. sing, sing. sing. I'm like, oh, this is your life. Like when you're a singer, like, hey, just shut up and sing, pal. He was uh, very nice, very accommodating. But anyway, sorry to get off. No, track. no, that's a great Loved a great, App State. Look, Loved it.
7: I, I love hearing that. So I, I talked to my buddy, who's the offensive line coach at Georgia, and I'm talking about some of the Georgia players. And I go, all right, coach, tell me about the. Uh, the athletic freak tight end. And he goes, well, he's not in the draft. I go, oh, no, the other the other athletic yeah. freak tight end. Like, that's how loaded that place is. Bauer's the best tight end of the country. He's not eligible. But when you see Washington, he's going to be 6'7", 270. He's going to run, like, in the four sixes. Jesus. No. Damn. He's a freak. So he might slide up. He can go in the first round, yeah.
0: Yeah, because there's not a lot of those humans around. No.
7: He's, like, he's like Mercedes Lewis with a jet pack.
2: But,
0: I mean, that's Bring him to Indianapolis. Though. Yeah. yeah. I bring, bring him. him to, well, you've got, you anyway. got tall tight
2: ends you don't use, so why would you?
0: Yeah, why
7: great don't we throw play. the ball I like the young tight end, the rookie from last year too. The What's the big his name? kid,
2: the uh, come on. The 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 big
7: kid sticks. Come on, from brother. Virginia. Uh, yeah.
0: transferred. Yeah, from Oklahoma State yep. to Virginia. Here we go. Dallas. What's his
7: name? <laughs> I've got three hundred and thirty names. <laughs> thirty one.
0: Anyways, we need to play him yeah. more. What's that guy's mm-hmm. name? Give me the name. Jelani Woods. Oh, Jelani Woods. Yeah, yeah. Jelani Woods, man. I was loud about Jelani Woods. Yeah. The season ticket marketing uh, that the Colts are actually doing uh across social media is after jelani woods catches the second touchdown in a game and he's six seven you know yeah. and i'm standing in i'm standing in that suite and i'm like this literally and he and i are eye to eye with each other <laughs> and i'm looking in the eyes of a dog like yeah, this mm-hmm. dude is a we never get we never put him on the fucking that. field bro. i don't understand he that. wasn't even on the field for a lot of things i'm like what are we mo alley cox is the other tight end we have yeah great player i'm a big fan of. Can we not put both of them on the field at the same time? I don't. Know. If you got a six foot seven guy that can move, you yeah. get him. And I think a lot of people are going to say that about Darnell. Dude. Yeah,
7: right? and he's a, and he is a mauler in the run game. Like Jelani was a good blocker. I mean, that's what he did at Oklahoma State before he mm-hmm. transferred. Good this design. dude is like.
0: You think he's a first rounder?
7: Yes. Yeah. It's just he's a so freak. So three tight rare. ends are going first. And round? then I, I wouldn't sleep on Sam you know, LaPorta. Maybe. Musgrave too from from Oregon State can roll. He's going <laughs> to run. He's going to be six <laughs> six two fifty. He's going to run the low four fives.
0: What's fastest forty we're going to see this year?
7: Uh, I think it would have been the A&M running back, but I think he's a little nicked. A-chain, he's got crazy, crazy speed. The corner from Oregon's going to fly. 4-2? Uh, he'll run. I think he'll be right on the line, 4-3, maybe a little over, maybe a little under. So, so people have gone
0: much faster, haven't they? It's stupid. Why have humans gotten so much faster? I don't
7: know, but it's not even like that. To me, it's still the most impressive thing is when you see the big guys.
0: Darnell, you're saying he's going to run a 4-6. Like, Ke- yes, like, like, Ke-
7: like uh, Keon White from Georgia Tech is going to be 280-plus pounds, and he's going to run the four sixes, Like...
0: That's not normal, man. No. How how does it happen, you think? (laughs) What what Uh, is it?
7: I, I think just the combination of diet and training um, is different than it was years ago.
1: Ty has a
0: question for you, sticks.
1: Yeah, I noticed that you didn't have Sam Laporta going in the first round, which mm-hmm. makes yeah. no sense because he played in the wor- for the worst fucking offense ever, and still, you know, did <laughs> had like fifty five catches, but uh, obviously
0: one hundred thirtieth out of one hundred thirty one actually. Yeah, so. so
1: bad, too bad because if you well, the good news is the they SEC. made changes though, right? Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. same, same. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, no, there are a couple ask like, but like, like the offense has like over like one hundred twenty five yards, like he'll, okay. he'll hit some. A million no, you got a quarterback. Yeah. They got than quarterback. We do have a Cade, quarterback, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, a <laughs> couple of Michigan transfers. But uh, obviously, it's impossible to predict. But yeah. we've seen already them talking about so many trades happening in the first round. Do you think it's going to be a trade heavy first round this year, or not necessarily?
7: Well, I think trades are always dictated by the premier positions. And if you were going to rank the positions, you'd start at quarterback, and then you'd go edge rusher, and those are positions where we have not a lot of guys. Oh, Edge Rush were big this year. Yeah, it's a great group. I think I have 10 in my top 50 uh, are Edge Rushers, so it's a good group. And with the you know all the quarterbacks you just had Tom Telesco in here and calling the Charger games you see it in the AFC it's like every week you're playing one of these other cyborgs like these yeah. quarterbacks are unbelievable you can't have enough pass rushers you can't have enough corners like you just can't
0: how about offensive line because isn't the old adage that these modern day offensive linemen can't put their hand in dirt can't move anybody you're not wide, coaching wide. offensive line and in the NFL you don't have enough time to coach them because of the limiting on the practices do you think there's going to be some offensive linemen that are going to change the game this year I
7: think it's a solid group I don't think there's you know a premier Premier guy. Like, I love Slater when he came out. I, Slater and Sewell to me are better than any of the linemen in, in this draft. Yeah. Uh, Slater, dog.
4: Chargers guy, too. Yeah.
7: <laughs> so he's, I don't think we have one of those. It's a good group. I think the interior guys, there's a handful. There's not many of them, but there's four or five guys that are ready to come in and play. That's going to be late first, early second. You'll see those interior offensive linemen go.
0: Tony Dave just has a question for you, Sticks. You can bet on the
2: draft. Uh, and you just talked about <laughs> edge rushers. Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, they're basically a pick them who goes first defensive player. I mean, is it, and my crazy thing is definitely Will Anderson.
0: A lot of hype around Will all year. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, I, he, I he gets talked about like Aaron Donald gets talked about. Yeah. About yeah. I, I just
7: c- think, though, it'll come down to what team what you're looking for. Because to me, like as a scout, it's harder to find Jalen Carter. Is great. I love Will Anderson. He's my second player. But to me, it's harder to find the interior guy than it is the edge Who's guy. Who's your first player, Bryce? I have, I have Jalen Carter as the number one player, Will Anderson's the number two player, and Bryce Young as the number three player.
0: Holy hell. Yeah. Who's number four? Six uh, yeah, no, yeah. N-
7: n- number four. Who do I have is number
5: four?
0: Is it we can NASA pull it up. Effect? No, no, no. I have, I have, uh, <laughs> I have uh, oh, uh, B. John
7: Robinson's number four. Oh, wow. wow. What's,
0: there's something going on with him right now. What, what happened? He's, there's a lot of headlines.
7: Well, everybody's just like, when do you take the running back? He's a freak show. He's an absolute freak show. He's as good as any of those top guys we've seen go up there. And everybody's like, oh, the, the value of the running back. I can make a case, a strong case for one team that I think should take him. They'll never do it because they don't do it. But the Philadelphia Eagles, because they have the Saints pick, they're picking 10. Normally, I don't, my philosophy on running backs, I'm not against taking them in the first round, but don't waste their carries. Like, they only have so many carries in their body. Right? If you look at it, four, five years, six years of mm. elite carries. These Why are you going to waste those on a bad team? So if you're picking up there in the top 10, you're usually a bad team. You're going to waste this guy's prime. You're not even any good. I like the idea of having a really good team, and then you drop the running back in there, and then all of his carries matter. The Eagles are right there. They're picking 10. Every time this guy touches the ball matters for the next four years. Right? How about Pacheco
0: coming out of the seventh round? Th- yeah. That's to your point. Go yeah. to a great team mm-hmm. and you're a running back that's good. Everything is that's meaningful great. and you can add to it.
7: Absolutely. How did he slip to the seventh? He was height, weight, speed. He was a little bit stiff. I think he was one of those deals in scouting. Sometimes we get... We get enamored with what the guy isn't and, and don't accept and appreciate what he is. He was a little
0: tight, but he's straight-line speed power. What can happen this week? Is that the type of thing that can happen this week that can kind of knock some guys?
7: Yeah. No, the, the, to me, the, the team or the group that has the most to gain or lose is the corner position because if oh. you run slow as a corner, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really hurt your stock. Like You don't need to be four three. But there's a big difference between you know being four four five and being four five eight. Like that's going to cost you a lot of money if you end up in the latter.
0: Yeah, just because this is open in the NFL and this, when a receiver does this one here, yeah, yeah, that's how people make a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how. Well, I
7: mean, they, and the people say, okay, what about <laughs> yeah. what yeah. about wideouts? Well, if I'm a wideout and I run four six. The corner that's with me has got to be running 4-6 too because he's riding right with me. And then can I get in and out of a break? Do you have that quickness? If you're if you're a corner who runs 4-6 and the receiver runs 4-4, four, four,
2: yeah. you ain't close enough. It ain't going to matter. He's yeah, gone.
0: There's this going on again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: See hey, let's go ahead. Do that go ahead, Tone? Uh, speaking of wide receiver, Quentin Johnson's the favorite to go uh, first wide receiver. Do you think – like? feel like this wide receiver draft, is it not as good as ones that have been in the last recent years?
0: Hold on, hold on. This was good question, great question. This was the thing that we were talking about. Younger wide receiver group because of seven on seven, because of one on ones, because of the way football is in the high school level, college level and content. Like Mm -hmm. guys are working on routes, guys are bossing people every single day on the internet. We thought that it was just going to be a factory year, after year. Wide receivers are going to be better. This is not a year for that.
7: It has been that way for the last handful of years, and it's like not like good players, like elite special, you know, Hall of Fame future players like it's been unbelievable yes. and not only the high-end guys you've had the depth of the number of guys where you're getting guys second third fourth round big time dudes this is just one of those years where I think it's kind of an aberration but we don't have that this year and I think it's a flavor it's a flavor draft I don't think there's a premium big time guy it's just kind of what you're looking for you're looking for the route runner you're looking for the height weight speed mm-hmm. the Quentin Johnson's a tough one for me because he has the height weight speed he, he's got a lot of drops so he doesn't have real consistent hands and they don't ask him to run every route. And so if you look at the Big 12 and you study the wideouts that have come out of there, man, it is, a, it is a not a good hit. It's the lowest hit rate of any conference. Like, it's not good. Like, I, over the last, like, however many years, I think there were 17 of them that had gone in the first three rounds. Well, is it
0: because they're all wide open in those offenses? Yeah, it's a different
7: game. Yeah. And in the last, in the last 11 years, there's been six corners drafted out of the Big 12. They don't cover They don't have any defense in that conference. So you've got nobody covering these guys. You've got these simple spread offenses where they're running three routes. It's it's hitch, post, or go. Um, that's it. They don't have a full complement. So <sighs> it hasn't been a good. I mean, you can go through the list of the names. Like the three that have hit were CeeDee Lamb, who was a great route runner. Um, Lockett, who is a great route runner, and then Marquise Brown. Those are only three guys, I think, that have had a 1,000-yard season in the last however many years. coming. That's out wild 12. to
0: think about because you just assume Big 12 pass happy. Yep. Yeah. A lot of yards, mm-hmm. those guys are going to be guys, but then a lot of those yards are just wide open catching things like this. Connor has one for you.
4: Yeah, you mentioned uh, in the top ten the Eagles being there and obviously the Colts, the Cardinals. It feels like there are teams that are like really close mm-hmm. in the top ten. Because of that, do you think there's more pressure on those guys to not make the right pick but add to their team right now? Like The Cardinals have the most important position, you said, quarterback. and yeah. If they get a guy like Will Anderson, does that immediately – change who they are and same with the Colts like if they get C.J. Stroud and he comes in and he doesn't have to grow and he can play right away like are they a team that you think can actually threaten to make a move and go to the AFC Championship or further?
7: I, I, you know AFC's so stacked yeah. but I do think those teams are close. I would throw the Raiders in there. You know mm. coming to the last year we thought the Raiders you know yes. come off a playoff oh, season. Yeah. They still have a lot of really talented players in that group, so I feel like if they can get the quarterback thing figured out and get somebody that fits with their coach, that that could be a team that is you know goes from picking in the top ten to being one of the better teams.
0: Hey, you're gonna have an incredible week. We can't wait to watch you on NFL Network, pal. When's oh, it all start? Thursday? Sure, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Wednesday? Uh, I think it's
7: that. We have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're Andrew, for- is that right?
0: Yeah, sure. Topher, come on, fucking give us an answer. Wake up! <laughs>
7: By the way, Topher, do you play golf? Yeah, if your name is Topher, you play golf. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. that Who
0: is this crew that you got? Uh, with so here.
7: that's PR. That's NFL PR. That's the best and the brightest, right hey, there. Hey, thank you, you.
0: Thank you for yeah. everything. Paffle.
1: Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. no Padre questions, Pat. I mean, come on. Well, man. I actually was gonna say Joe Musgrove broke his toe already, so you got no. fucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, but you paid many. The, the yeah. Dodgers
7: just lost their shortstop for the whole year. It's a
1: good point. What?
7: We're fine. No, we're
1: fine. We're fine. We're fine.
7: That guy's paying money, man.
4: What do you see What he gives Soto? He'll give Soto over 500 million bucks. Yeah, well, he gave Tatis 300 million. That guy's a fucking
0: cheater. So. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> He's just trying to rehab. Tried a little something to help with the rehab. Hey, just a little expediter. Yeah, yeah. I hit a home run in here yesterday. Did I you know really? saw it? Yeah, Jet Passon was on talking about the shot clock. You like it? I love
7: it. You're a big baseball guy. I love, yeah. My parents have season tickets. I love the Padres. I've, I've been a huge baseball fan. San Diego. I did not yeah. know that whole All new time. Tony, Tony Gwynn. Oh yeah, Tony. In San Diego, our team's always sucked growing up, but we had Tony Gwynn and Junior Sale. That was it. That you watched the team just recipes. to watch those two guys.
0: Yeah. I don't both know about Tony, Tony Gwynn. Both of them, yeah. Rest in Yeah. both. Tony- oh, damn. Yeah. What's up, moment of silence for both of those San Diego legends. Moment pass. Okay, nice. Appreciate that. Have an incredible week. What do you got the next couple of days? Prepar- uh, preparation?
7: Yeah, just yeah, just getting ready. We'll have you know, a couple run-throughs and do some interviews and rock and roll, man. You and Rich up there? Yeah, Rich. We're ready, uh, ready to go. He's, oh. he's the best, man. We just sit up there and just laugh. You know, We have a good time.
0: Hey, tell him whenever the draft happens. Like dreams are coming true. Fun, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like love celebration, the, pumped about. It. You know, like the fourth, I, I, fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. Rich is about fed up with it. Yeah. <laughs> every pick that we. love. I love. I don't know how Rich keeps up with his schedule. Yeah, honestly, at his duration of this whole sports media world. Yeah, what he does during the football season is phenomenal it yeah. is unbelievable work ethic next level big fan respect that game day show on sunday i love that yeah. show you're on there a couple times yeah. i love that show but the draft like 4th 5th 6th 7th rounds rich is pissed Every single pick, it seems like
7: nothing. Yeah. Will, nothing though, like when when Mike the Blue was Man there, Group. Would, oh my would, God, when
0: they showed up. Oh <laughs> my, my God, it was set. awesome.
7: See, he and he gets frustrated with it. I enjoy it because yes. like, God, oh, I get a break. Like this is yeah, mm-hmm. bring the blue guys out here. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let the them, blue let guys them, let them, <laughs> them hit some hit some drums hit drum. and shoot the money gun or whatever they were doing. I don't know. Anyway, it's a big time for you though. It's fun, man. Like I I sit and watch all these guys. My kids don't don't want to care if I come out and say, hey, let me tell you about this guard I just watched from Old Dominion. Like they don't want to hear that. So this is a chance to talk about all the guys you watch. Will
0: you ever be a GM someday? Have you ever been approached? I, I've had offers to be
7: the number two for you know a couple times. It's been a few years now. I don't really have any interest, Pat, to be honest, man. Pressure? Time. No, I just have balance. I have I, I love the the work life balance I have right now. I don't miss my kids' games. Um, you know I, I love I still get to watch players, which I love, and I don't have to deal with the other nonsense you'd have to deal with. and and all the stress that comes along with it. I get to see my wife, so it's a win.
0: All right. Well, maybe someday, whenever you decide you hate your life and want (laughs) to do that, we can't wait to watch it. And uh, congratulations on all the success. You've earned it all, pal. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, at Move the Sticks, Daniel Jeremiah. Hey! hey. And uh, before we get to this break, Daniel. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Here we go. Uh Quarterback at Mm -hmm. App State. That's right. Mm -hmm. Superstar. On the rock. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, this is bad. (laughs) Daniel, all you got to do, okay, this is an easy game. You're in a suit. You look clean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, you look good the right shoes. now. shoes. Oh. Kidding oh Hans. Are kidding me? Oh, Cole this Cole Hans dinner? Uh, uh, where are these guys? Uh, Cole Hans. Steve Madden. Good
4: scouting. Yeah, yeah, good eyes, good eyes, good eyes on Hell them. Yeah. They
0: got good base. You know, they used to have that Nike deal, and it really came together, and then they separated, I do believe, <laughs> which pissed off a lot of guys who had Nike contracts. But nonetheless... All you got to do, move the sticks, is move that ball Simple. into one of those holes in that net right over there. You'll get five opportunities it. Don't feel like you got to make the first time, but if you do, it be a lot better for all of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you make that thing in there, 20 people will win $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, and put their cash tag in the same reply so we can pay them officially on Cash App. How about it, DJ? How do you feel? I'm uh, not great. This, this jacket's tight. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. If this goes incredibly bad, excuse yes. Yes, okay. built okay. in. Smart. self hated That's smart. That's yeah, smart. Ian Rapport did a lot of that. He said, I'm not an athlete. I'm small. And then he banked it off the backside yep. of the whole thing and mm-hmm. won 20 people, $500. Daniel Jeremiah. Oh, he's oh, spinning it, though. Wow. He's spinning it, The thing's it, moving. Like hey, you got good form, huh? You still... Daniel Jeremiah for 20 people oh. to win. Oh, going right. for the top right. right. That ball's I a little hit. flat. That ball's a little flat and a little thinner with the baby Duke. NFL Network. Wow. Oh, really same going. spot. Very consistent. got two more opportunities at a DJ. 20 people. $500. Raw
4: right? power. Consistent it's raw right power.
0: There. Ball's right there. Here, hey, hey, hey. Yeah.
4: Slow down. Let's, let's fucking put
0: the ball in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Say? This we is we your say? Super Bowl. I
7: was an option quarterback. and I, I can't flip it that far.
5: Oh, ah. like I mean, you're throwing oh, yeah. it well. You're, you're spinning, spinning the ball. Hey, you're,
0: spinning. you're spinning the ball right now. All you need to do is just think to yourself, I'm gonna put this ball in that goddamn hole right over Think about Rapsheet, okay? He's right behind you right now. Rapsheet banked it off the back wall. one end into the hole. The ball wants to go into the hole. Look at that. That thing was dying to get in there. All you gotta do is just let it happen, <laughs> yeah. DJ. Just let that thing spin. 20 people, $500. As CFO Phil looks on right over there. Yeah. Hoping that you miss this. We all hope that you bang it home. First attempt, last attempt, DJ. Oh! Same spot, all five times. You gotta make is adjustments. The, the Play basketball at all, yeah. or <laughs> it's the jacket. Can you shoot a basketball or no? Yeah, I used to,
7: but not. I mean, that's this is
0: like a half course, course. yard. Oh! Where where, 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 do we have to go for the hoop? NFL three, right there. Oh, NBA three. NBA basketball? three. Sorry, not NFL three. M- but well, this is an NFL yeah. three because it's smooth, stick. Yes, and he is the NFL bingo. All you gotta do, hold on, DJ. Yeah. All you gotta do is make one of these. Don't, whoa. What is your Hey, your body Come on. language sucks. Yeah. Come on. Teams would not what, draft What is you. your problem Red right fan. now? Can we get a little bit of confidence? Can we get a little bit of an upbeat? If move the sticks, Barry. All right. Yeah, Can't do it it. The yeah there's right. uh, go. a uh, I, I hope we didn't
4: record that because that's going to live on the internet for a long You're time. Jack. The jacket, Jack, the jacket, that's it's a fitted jacket. jacket. There you go.
0: It's a beautiful jacket. Gorgeous. Oh, my God.
4: Tom Ford.
0: Look, he's got his neck. It is tailored. I mean, this is restricting. The there's no way he was going to make a football Fair ball. Enough. It takes the air thing. Yep, yep. Yeah, there's no way he was going to make it. Yeah, no more fucking around. This is an NBA 3, by the way. Did, you, you said that, but this is this NBA 3. This is where Dame Doll is shooting from. There it hey. is. Oh, bonus ball, bonus ba- ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. Open, ball, you know, ball you know, baseball. Baseball. Maybe untuck the shirt, too. No, no, no. Give <laughs> one of these. On the right, listen. We did make those hoops a little bit bigger. So whenever you're shooting this, you should have a better mindset. It's like the Golden State Warriors hoops. They're Mm -hmm. a little bit bigger. The ball wants to go in. 15 people. $500. If DJ... Yup. Oh. 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 We got a ball. We got a ball. Two more. Two more balls. Two more balls. I like you're going for the bank. Yeah, I I love it, actually. I love it, actually. more of a lock. Hey, you find your spot. You don't have to go from here. No. Yeah, yeah. You've been here a couple times, you might be used to it, but let's go somewhere new. DJ, 15 people, $500, who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody. There it is. Oh! Yeah. In the Landy same DJ, reply so it. we can pay you officially on cash app Let's go. Fifteen five hundred dollars winners because the legend that is moved the sticks gets wet from downtown Hello. Hello. hell yeah thank you so much ladies and gentlemen dan and jeremiah yeah,
5: yeah,
0: dan. Uh, joining us now is our coach the people's coach hell yeah a man who made us better all season, and we can't wait to chat with him about what's going on right now at the Combine, with the competition committee, and the state of the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, this man has beat leukemia. What? Had, I think a broken fucking back. What? Heart surgery? Heart yeah. surgery. What? Blend, and Me? just still just keeps it going. Mm-hmm. Paisano, Coach for going Yeah!
5: Oh!
8: Look at oh, that tan. Oh, hey, you look what? good.
0: You look good out there. Wow.
8: No, you, you look great, Pat. The Come boys... On. God, I've missed you guys.
0: Hey, we've missed you so too. So good
8: to see you back in the office. What a day you guys had yesterday. What a day today. Tom Telesco Tuesday. Come on. Yeah. I, I would have paid. You how know, much money I would have paid on my vacation to be able to poop my pants? <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, Christ. It's
2: free, coach. You can yeah, do whatever exactly. you want. Exactly. Do it right there, coach. It <laughs> no. doesn't cost a thing.
8: Coach, no. I don't. I, I, I sometimes, sometimes you. Go ahead. Sometimes you get to be a certain age and then. You know, you travel a little bit. We went to Mexico, had a blast, and you know, sometimes just you know, not like normal routine. So yeah, why tra- tra- does you, traveling? I'm proud of you, I don't know.
0: Why does traveling kind of affect? Now he did it in Indianapolis, so he did not yeah, travel, no. but it does kind of clog you up a little. Different bit. Different
3: bacteria when- in the water. Yep. I did America. travel that no, day. No, no,
0: no, no. But but I'm talking about like. Traveling does seem to... I always won't poop for the first like four or five days I'm there, and then... So four or five days is a little long, <laughs> but but like... And then I'll just what?
1: destroy a toilet <laughs> yeah. like, to no end. That's a long
0: time. When you get yeah. you some fiber in your diet... You know, I, I got
1: too much fiber, I think.
0: No, no, no. You,
1: that... mm-hmm. I take a little fiber one thing, mix it in my water. Really? Four or five days you're sitting on all
0: that ah, fiber? Sometimes. Holy hell, that's Vesuvius Day 6. Oh, summer, yeah. park. oh, my... I almost just shit my pants. That's why, like... um we had a little extended break right yeah, there. Mm-hmm. I was coming back to do the program after Daniel Jeremiah leaves. And I'm like, wait a minute. And it, it was a, and I Not had to, sure. mm-hmm. I just blew some, I don't know what's going on. I'm pretty pumped about it. Does this mean I'm getting thin? We shall see. Your tan looks great. Thank you for complimenting mine. Uh, Southern Italy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm from Southern Italy, so when the sun shines on me, I get uh, third-degree burns, and then I get tan, and then yep. it's going to disappear by next week. So let's enjoy it. You look fantastic. I'm happy you and the wife got to go to Mexico. Hope it was a great trip. Let's talk a little bit NFL football here. Competition committees presenting a lot of things. We talked to Tom Telesco. The sling, not the slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the kickoff and punting stuff is being chatted about. Review stuff being talked about. How does that whole thing work? And were you ever a part of the competition committee? Do you know how it all goes, and how real is all these convos, and how serious should we take them?
8: Conversations are all real. I was never part of that competition committee during my tenure uh, in Indy. This is really the first you know, step in the process. As soon as the season's over, Pat, they'll start to gather a bunch of information. They'll send a survey to all 32 clubs, NFL teams, and uh, Coaches, GMs, they'll fill out that survey. They'll start to gather the information uh, from the 2022 season. All the things you're talking about, you know, from player safety, um, competitive balance, officiating, uh, of course, everything that transpired. uh, They'll start to, you know, formulate a a plan, get to Indy, have their meetings in Indy with the competition committee. You know, Rich McKay is, is the chairman of that. They've got three or four executive vice presidents on that board, Katie Blackburn, you know, with the uh, with the Bengals, mm-hmm. um, uh, Stephen Jones is on there. Ozzie Newsom is still on there. Wow. I believe they have four head coaches. Four head coaches: uh, Brable, uh oh, well. Tomlin, yeah. Rivera. Um, I believe Frank Reich and Rivera. Yeah, Ron Rivera. Those are the four head coaches. And so um, they'll they'll meet there. Uh, they'll leave Indy. They'll go back and they'll reconvene. The competition committee will reconvene. They'll view a bunch of videotape. Again, they'll review everything that they got from the meetings there in Indy. They'll start to draft uh, a proposal, uh, a booklet, if you will, on possible rule changes. And then once the annual meetings come up here in, uh, you know, I think the third week in March, that's where everybody, they sent 40, 50 people from every club, you know, to either the Breakers in Florida or they'll go to the Biltmore out there in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one they're on. Beautiful. And so all this will be proposed, and they'll vote on it uh, at the annual meetings, and and see whether it gets passed or not.
0: Third weekend of March, maybe in Arizona. That's interesting. That's great news, potentially for what our office maybe has cooking up. That is off-air conversation that just (laughs) got realized there. Uh, That seems like a lot of work for this competition committee. There's still active coaches involved in that. Is it a lot? This sounds like a lot. Changing the game. in in, what are they what are their thoughts like fundamentally we don't want to ruin the game we don't want to ruin the league we got to make it better player safety obviously at the forefront of it well how how do you think the whole process goes and that seems like a lot of bullshit to deal with on top of running a team or being a coach of a team is it
8: yeah I mean they're always looking to uh, make the game better uh, make the game safer uh, from all the things that you just mentioned you know first and foremost is player safety so you know this tush push, the quarterback sneak. Snake obviously is getting talked about ad nauseum. Whether they completely take that play out? What are your thoughts, Chuck?
0: That, uh, what are your thoughts, Chuck?
8: I, I don't think you take the sneak out of it, obviously. But the amount of people uh, that are sitting there pushing, I don't. I don't think you can watch any clip of that thing and say, "Hey, look, this is this is a safe play." You know, Tom talked about it. You get all those bodies. Die- you can't stop it defensively. You just submarine yourself underneath a massive humanity and then you got you know a 235 pound 240 pound quarterback you know that whole deal where tom brady would take the snap jump show the ball drew breeze grab the ball put it over the goal line those those type of things but yeah i don't i don't i think at the end of the day it comes down to player safety i don't think they'll they'll say hey look we're gonna do away with the push part of it but you can't take the sneak uh, out of the game. Uh, it's been in there too long, and, and part of everybody's offense. But yeah, from an officiating standpoint, the player safety standpoint, competitive balance, replay. You know, they're going to talk XFL uh, again mm-hmm. ad nauseum about uh, about replay. Yeah, whether I don't. There's no way. Do you guys think there's any way? So uh, we've been that pitching this- become that
0: that transparent what is it the first it was the second xfl i guess but it was uh, 2019 i think yeah we as soon as we saw it we're like we were really loud and really obnoxious about it like hey this is what it needs to be just xbox controller somebody in the booth talking directly to the ref let us hear it because this is the same uh review process as it was with the second iteration of the xfl we're on a third iteration right now of the xfl so we're a big fan of it because it allowed the fan to like understand why a decision was made like at least we could hear like ah it's inconclusive we can't really overturn it we got to go with the balls out here. Like I think it just gives an answer to people instead of us having to guess why they did what they did. But I think we asked some people of importance at the NFL on the show and they were like, the NFL is never going to let those conversations be heard publicly ever. Right. And that's kind of what you just said. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah.
8: Yeah. I don't think there's any way um, that they're going to do that. How come? Uh, They, uh, they want to get it right. Believe me, I worked in that office. I was, uh, Grateful for that opportunity back in 2018, and we all understand just how difficult that job is to officiate, uh, especially in real time. Uh, We all got all the answers Monday morning. We slow that
0: thing. No, no, on Twitter, immediately. Immediately. Twitter, Twitter, I mean, it's so,
8: so, so easy. I mean, even myself, (laughs) I find myself doing the same thing. You know, God, that that's a complete, that's a fumble. But I think at the end of the day, they're never going to be that transparent. Whether that's right uh, or wrong um, who knows uh, but but no I, I just think they're going to continue to have the conversations they'll continue to look at uh, the rules they'll continue to look at what is, is best for the game and, and protects the shield moving forward um, and then and then they'll, they'll they'll just keep moving along and and you know that whole discussion about full-time officials is going to keep coming up uh, with the, the issues that, Canada, work, that we we yep. continually have and just keep you know they'll vote on they'll vote on certain things and and certain things will get passed and then other things get tabled everybody leaves the meetings things that get tabled and then the owners meet again at another point and so it's just basically 32 in, in the league and and uh, you know those those tough uh, those tough conversations those tough proposals those tough rule ideas that they talked about, you know, maybe getting voted on. Um, they de- they decide you know, whether they get passed or not.
0: And whether they get passed or not, 130 million people will still watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And we, the world will continue to spin. And the NFL is rigged. And mm-hmm. we will still make 50 million people will watch the next week. And it will just continue to turn and turn and turn. And hopefully they'll get it right. Hopefully the game will continue to get better. And we appreciate everybody's service in making the game better. It sounds like a lot of bullshit. Connor has a question for you, Chuck.
4: Yeah, Coach. You felt like this year was the first year where it was public knowledge that there's chips in every single football. Is that something the competition committee will talk about? about like hey is this a year that we finally get rid of the chain gang that's been here for you know a hundred years or whatever the hell it is and kind of zebra. make it much more efficient especially when it comes to like ruling touchdowns and things of that nature what
0: was the name of that company sean payton was representing I think
1: it was it. zebra yeah, i believe it was zebra yep Yep. okay because Ze- of
2: the
8: stripes the barcodes. Mm-hmm.
0: Ah. yeah nice. so yeah
8: yeah because they a few years ago they they came uh, at the combine where everything is you know gets introduced and talked about because we had the things, Pat. What was the deals we put in the back? Of your GPS. Jersey? Yeah, Some remember guys, Soviet
0: Soviet GPS is how it was told. I remember laughing yeah, remember so the hard. All, Soviet. Remember
8: we had, we had all I'm those said. guys sitting in the uh, sitting in the indoor, you know, with the doors up, and they'd have their computers over there.
5: Oh
8: yeah, you know, tracking everybody. What we call? I, I forget what we called that thing in the back, but they moved all, moved from those, and then Just they came the up light, with the one dude. chip in the jersey. You know, so next gen stats and all that could track everybody's you know, steps and things like that, but and then they they put them in a the football, but you know whether Catapults catapults whether they ever get rid of the chains or not. Shut up, Mitt. Oh catapult, thank you.
0: Yeah, that was yeah, Mitt. That catapult. was Emmett McMahon right there. Hey Maybe that a baby Mitt. Hell yeah, Mitt. A right hell yeah, man, man. yeah, the catapult is <laughs> what it was used. It was what it was called.
8: Remember when they would come and they had you know, Hammer would come up to me and he had a paper clip and they're monitoring, and and receivers and DBs are going to run, right? A lot, yeah. If you decide to play DB or decide to be a receiver in the National Football League, you better be in shape, okay? Number one, you better be able to run really, really fast, and you better be able to run all day and all night. That's just the job description. And then we get the GPS a Catapult, and they start coming to me and saying, okay, look, coach, it's like a red-hot paperclip. He's run 10,000, you know, miles and and that hammy's like that close we got to pull him from practice like philip dorsett right and i'd be like we're in preparation it's it's a thursday third down in red area most important day two minute there's a lot of running right and they pull those guys but that's for another day maybe but <laughs> i mean that's the that's the, that's, that's a the personal. hard part of that stuff no i i think at some point with technology the way it is shoot we can we're coming up with a, uh, a flying car, uh, mm-hmm. apparently, um, been Are talked we? about on this yeah, show. Honda uh, oh, yeah. That yeah. A commercial. Yeah. yeah. So we right. talked about I don't that, want so a phone. I'm
0: not like your generation. I want a flying car. I was told <laughs> I was going to have a flying car. That's what Jim said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume he's investing in that long term, but you're right. That catapult thing, when it was pitched to us, Literally, the only thing I remember from the pitch meeting was them saying, Soviet. This Soviet is Soviet technology. technology. And I started laughing so hard. I'm like, all right, we're still describing things as Soviet technology. It is 2000, whatever, at that point, 13 maybe, 2014. And that was a big takeaway for me. Then they made me and Vinatari wear them. So obviously, I'm an asshole. So I fucking. I was sprinting downhill downwind a couple of days just to get my max speed. Then I hopped in a golf cart one day and just started driving in circles. So that thing said how far I went until I was actually stripped of my catapult. They said, we're no longer giving you so you can make a mockery out of anything, obviously, if you're an asshole, which I, <laughs> I certainly am. But the data and analytics was fascinating because it was certainly good information to have. But I remember some guys being like, "I don't want to know that I just ran five miles because I'm I'm getting in a cold tub right now. I don't need to know like, oh, I just ran a whatever five ten k or whatever. Like it was it was an interesting. Well, how about how about how about veteran guys that wouldn't wear it just because?
8: Okay, look, I ain't running uh 19 miles an hour 18 miles an hour now i'm down to 17 miles an hour and it's just going to cost me my job
0: yeah there was a lot of conversation early but now you know, everybody's yeah
8: yeah so yeah there's always the, all that stuff about
0: chuck you loved it tracking huh? guys big and big fan chuck you loved what? it how huh? you loved that thing you huh? whenever they forced that on you
8: <laughs> huge fan i did when they started to give me that information, I said, you better get somebody that can explain this, put this in layman's terms. Well, you what's know, what's the, the other team's doing? The load. load, yeah. load and, Did you? I love Barkley yesterday on Stephen A. talking about load management.
0: Yeah. This guy's Just getting paid $70 million. He <laughs> can't play basketball three to four days a he week. Said steel workers. <laughs> steel they're they're steel probably like tired, that. too. Yeah. We're
8: tired. Still- we're hiring bums. We're paying bums $200, $300 million. <laughs>
0: Ty has a question for you, Coach.
1: Yeah, Coach, in terms of the competition committee, how much difference of opinion do you think there actually is? Because like, it seems like every year we talk about, hey, they're going to talk about this different stuff, and, and more often than not, nothing ever changes. Do all these guys just agree on everything, or like, do they actually have some contentious, heated debates on what is best for the game moving forward?
8: No, there's some great conversations, Ty, that take place You know, once they all get in the same room at the annual meetings. Every uh, head football coach, every general manager, uh, owners are in there, or at least some ownership, somebody from ownership uh, from every club. And so there's been, I've sat in those meetings and I've, we've had some long drawn out discussions and a bunch of head coaches, GMs, uh, people from the competition committee, they, they see it the same way. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, you got to have 24 out of the 32 um, all see it the same way and be aligned uh, as far as getting things passed. But there's there's a definite opportunity for guys to stand up and and voice their opinion. Uh, I know that those guys having the coaches, having Tomlin and Vrabel, uh, you know, Frank's on there now and, and Ron Rivera, those guys were always vocal. Before, I know Ron was always vocal when he got those annual meetings about everything that was going on uh, in the in the National Football League, uh, you know, player safety, uh, football ops rules, whatever, whatever it was uh, that came down the pipe. But,
0: uh, former players, I know those coaches, guys being, on, being right? on. What's that? Both former players that are coaches. I mean, that's a good person to have on the fucking competition committee, I think.
8: No, so when you have them in those rooms, it isn't like Rich McKay and Ozzie and those guys. They're going to listen to those head football coaches that have, especially guys that were former players, you know, and have, have sat in those seats and been in those locker rooms and, and been through that stuff. And again, they're trying to grow the game and evolve the game and make sure uh, that it just keeps getting better and better uh, every single year, safer and safer uh, for the uh, for the players without taking away. You know, we've, we've made the rules. We've had the roughing the passer stuff. We've had all those discussions. They'll talk about uh, those things again, and how we can maybe modify, and how we look at that, and how we officiate that. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, uh they want the game. The game was still great, and and to your point, TV money is is still coming in. One
0: hundred and thirty.
8: It's always going to come. It's always, it's always going to come in.
0: Not always. And oh, 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 Chuck! Gonna... Can't have that mindset. Mm-hmm. Can't have that mindset. Somebody's going to catch us at some point, right? Remember, Dippin' Dots was going to catch right, yeah. sure. ice it's cream and some something You know what I mean? There's, a, there's always the thought that something's going to come. So I hope they have that mindset. Hope we don't get too arrogant and too egotistical that people will always watch. Nope. But it does feel as if the NFL is at a point where... People are always going to watch. Always going to watch. The world is going to continue to spin, especially with sports gambling doing its thing. They got to fix the officiating thing, though. I Mm -hmm. hope they do that. Last question for you here, Chuck, from the Paisano Turn Digs.
2: Chuck, we were just talking to Daniel Jeremiah, and he was raving about uh, Bryce Young, and he was a scout and and potentially like a front office guy. And then, obviously, from your side, being the coach's side, he talked about how there's going to be some coaches who are like... No, he's absolutely—he's way too small. That's not going to happen. How do you feel about that situation? And do all coaches have a say in that? Like, if you're a first-year coach, like shots, 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 pew, pew, pew. Like, do you have a say <laughs> in, as far as who's getting drafted? Pew, <laughs> pew.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Uh, it was him, though. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. Man. Hey, he yeah. was—he so, was being him, no, though.
8: Now you never—it's that's a tough one to answer, though, because with. I mean, everything is out there now. I mean, you can't even have an intimate conversation with the new head coach and meet some of your players without that—the guy, you know, the guy from the content and social media filming every damn second of wh- everything that's going on.
0: Hey, we posted it. You what know, the fuck? So, I, yeah, you're right.
8: I, 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 I'm sure it is. But um, there's a lot of people that have a lot of love uh, for Bryce. Um, and the other quarterbacks that were discussed on the show earlier today and that you'll continue to discuss on, on the show. Yeah, new head coaches. I mean, Shane Steichen, let's just talk about Shane coming in uh, from Philly. It, it, I talked on a different show at a different time um, about the possibility, okay, you know, was Jim's remarks about, you know, Bryce Young, a, a screen? you oh, know, was that just – Was that plan, working? Did they talk about – was it you know, you know what I'm saying, was he was he already talked, hey, look, you know, him and Chris got together and say, look, we may throw this out, we may throw that, or it just happened organically, probably happened organically. Um, there like if I if I'm guessing, Shane Steichen coming from Philly got that job because of his offensive play calling, right? The offense that he built, the plays that he called, how he developed, you know, Jalen Hurts how they built around Jalen Hurts, how they got him from last year to this year and the big jump that he made um, as, a, as an NFL quarterback and all those things. And, you know, he's not going to change. I wouldn't say he's going to come in, hey, we're going to run something different just because everybody loves Bryce Young. I'm going to go get a guy that that looks and, and, and can run the similar offense that I just got done running that was, you know, one of the top offenses uh, in the National Football League all year long, uh, could score points, Take care of the foot, all those kind of things. Build around a guy like maybe CJ Stroud, um, you know, rather than give away everything to go up uh, number one to get. And you may have to go to number one to get CJ. You know, if you want to guarantee yourself, they may have to give up, you know, one, two, three this year, a 1st two, uh, round pick to get up there. Oh, but Chicago, they're gonna they're gonna listen. They're gonna listen to yeah. Hmm. They're gonna listen to Shane. Burn up. They'll listen to all the new head coaches. And they're going to want to run the system uh, that got him that job and got him there, uh, that they feel they can be successful with. But you know that kid's a talented kid. Uh, like like J- like Daniel said, um, everybody's going to see those guys a little bit different. I know myself; it's a physical physical league. It's not uh, it's not if it's when. Uh, all those guys, even if you get a running quarterback, you know. Jalen got hurt this year, got a shoulder. Justin Fields has been nicked up. All those guys, you know, Josh Allen, we love Josh Allen. We know he's an alien, everything that he brings to the game. But at some point, they're all going to get nicked up at 194 pounds. Whatever it is, we'll find we'll find out real soon here if he is, in fact, six foot. If he does weigh 194, 195 mm-hmm. pounds, we'll find that out. Um, but somebody's, somebody's going to go take him, and he's going to fit a certain system, and Seems like he's got a big enough brain. The way he processes and sees the game, uh, that he gets the ball out of his hands. He knows how to protect himself when he does extend plays, and he gets outside the pocket and he get the ball out of his hand. I hope so. Somebody will jump on that.
0: We're only talking about a potential number one overall. Like potential number one overall pick is going to get a lot of conversation, and it's like the only thing I guess that we can say is a drawback to him is a very serious one because the best availability, nope. He just ruined it. Yep. You get got it. it. Availability. Yeah, you get it. Uh, Chuck, we appreciate it you is availability. so much. Yeah, you're damn right. We appreciate the hell out of you, Chuck. We miss you, pal. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Pagano. Yay, yeah, yeah, Coach. Coach yeah, we miss you, too. The best ability, boys, is availability. Yeah. Amen. And he said everybody gets hurt. That's right. I mean, literally everybody in the NFL gets hurt. I was a punter, and I was basically had something every single year to something in their hip or knee, both knees or something like that. Nowhere near as serious as everybody else's injury. So you're going to get injured. It's like, is. does he have any – he stayed healthy in college, right? Yeah, he, he was yeah. pretty healthy. For he the most part. I yeah.
4: Shoulder for a little. Is this – I mean, granted, maybe – Well,
0: Levis, here. I guess, is the one that we should be thinking about whether or not he could survive. And he has the body type yeah. of – an NFL quarterback, he had a left shoulder and a left toe this year, which mm-hmm. allegedly affected his accuracy for a lot of plays and turnovers and everything like that. So maybe it's not even fair to do this, but this is certainly going to happen to Bryce all for the next, what, two months? This yeah.
4: Time. Is this magnified because of Tua? Because I feel like when Kyler was That's coming That's all in, I think about. Yeah, me yeah me exactly. That's all, And it's hard not to. Because yeah. <laughs> Kyler was bona fide number one pick no matter what, won the
1: Heisman. Bryce Young has won the Heisman. I don't think Bryce Young is the athlete that Kyler was, though. In terms of like being no, I think explosive. He's a athlete than Tua. But
0: for sure. Allegedly.
1: That that is what people I feel like haven't really been talking about. Daniel
0: like, Jeremiah said that. That was a surprising stat yeah. that he got the next week's game plan on Sunday. By Monday, he already digested it right. and had critiques on it. That's a huge that's Joe Burrow, right? Yeah. yeah. That's why Joe Burrow was able to come in so quick and kind of function. The brain is the most important part of being an NFL quarterback. That's why whenever somebody says something like Orlovsky said something about Processing, he's not he's not the best at. Like that's a massive deal mm-hmm. in the NFL because mm-hmm. the brain is the most important thing. I listened to Patrick Mahomes on New Heights, yeah, and he broke down recall, like of blitzes and how defenses are aligned and everything like that. He talked about Bill Belichick being the reason why he focused on. It. He said his set, whenever his first year playing, Belichick like didn't have a nose tackle and trying to identify the five guys mm-hmm. that were down was an impossible task for him, and he felt so uncomfortable every single play. He was like, I have no idea who's coming, who's not coming. So it became like a full-on, I'm going to learn this. This is what I'm going to learn. So now he was talking about his recall. Like somebody will run something like from three to four years ago, he said, and then he'll see it and he'll be able to identify It's like that is – that's a separator there mm-hmm. between the NFL quarterbacks that are great and the NFL quarterbacks that just play, yeah. kind of make some plays and go along. So I think that is a massive piece of information mm-hmm. about Bryce Young right there that we should certainly be speaking about a lot more as we go forward in this whole process. Yeah,
1: for sure. But to Chuck's point too, like that's why it almost doesn't make sense for him to go to the Colts either because with what Steichen is doing, like I, you can't see them necessarily – like Bryce Young, I don't know if he – if. To be the most successful he's going to be, I don't know if running the ball like Jalen Hurts, you know, 10 to 12 times a game, like, I don't think that's his, I don't think that's in his bag. And you can't really, it'd be weird to think Shane Steichen's going to change his whole offense. Well, he's with Phil
0: Rivers. True. That's what I was going Now, granted, he was just in the Super Bowl with a vastly different offense. Right. And there's a couple of those guys potentially available. Exactly. So maybe Jim Irsay is just working. But who knows?
4: I mean, especially with Houston. Because if he is working, who's the other team in the division? Ahead what if of Jim's working Houston? That, I mean uh, it, Bryce
0: Young, we love him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We the, love him. So smart, tough <laughs> little bitch. He's so good. What did Jim Ursay just living his best life? They will say um the story of Jim and Chris during draft, I think that I immediately recall. Is them trading up to get Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. because they were gonna they were trying to wait for Jonathan Taylor, wait for Jonathan Taylor, and Ursa obviously had seen Jonathan Taylor in Lucas Oil Stadium a couple different times whenever he was in college, and Jim said to Chris, "We really like that guy out of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right? We really like him," mm-hmm. and Chris is like, "Yeah, we love him, man, and we think we're gonna be able to get him." And Jim's like, "We really, mm-hmm. we really like him, right? Yeah." We should go get him. And then a trade happened, and bang, we get Jonathan Taylor the next pick. So Jim does have say – Jim does know ball, too. Yeah. Like this is – Jim played. Jim was, has been around the NFL literally his entire life. So maybe Jim is working. Maybe. I, it sounded to me like that was a – That was serious. Yeah. That sounded like an off – which, by the way, great work. Yeah. Yeah. If that is the case, that is a great work, that's a great angle. Which
4: is crazy to think about now when you say that, because if that was the thought around Jonathan Taylor and Chris Ballard's already saying, hey, we can trade back, maybe the Colts don't love anybody, or maybe they love Hendon Hooker. Matt Ryan yeah. said he's still got good football. Yeah, True. Was- so Anthony Richardson hell would yeah. be
0: perfect then at yep. four.
2: Sit behind Matt. Yeah. All
4: right,
0: let's, um, let's run through some things that broke while we did today. Hell yeah. Today was a hell of a show. Great it show. Was. Unreal. Flew by three hours, right? Yeah. there. Yeah. Bang. Oh, bang, to a bang, freaking bang, 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 GM. Remember, we're off tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Can't talk about it. Nope. Would love to. Sure. Damn. Once in a lifetime. Actually, that's all you need to know. probably. Uh. That's crazy, isn't it? Oh yeah. Like tomorrow is a once in a lifetime thing for mm-hmm. sure. The amount of people. <laughs> Not a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. What a joke. All right. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, <laughs> Let dude! Let's go! I'm bummed that we're missing a show. But on the flip side, no, no, no. Not at all.
1: Not sure. for what you're doing. Very excited. No. Do about not it. be bummed. All
0: right. Just to hear, like, the. I can't wait. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to be able People
1: will hear about it
0: eventually. That's kind of the. Yes, this you know? will be talked about at some point. At, yeah. Will be worth it. Just like we told you with the whole Mississippi situation. Exactly. exactly. We said, hey, can't talk about it right now. We will at some point. You'll time. hear about we'll it, it at This some is point. the complete opposite. This is, this is like, awesome I'm, thing happening. Mm-hmm. Zito told me a lot of people are saying I'm going on Joe Rogan. No. Oh. Am I going on Joe Rogan?
4: Can't are you? I mean, that is once in a lifetime.
2: It does have to deal with Texas, though, right? And not a lot of people have done it. Because... I'm not going on Joe Rogan. Okay. Okay. What?
0: Yeah, I'm not.
2: Has it something to do with Houston? We have a problem?
0: No space. Hmm. Gonna be in the clouds, though. Elon Musk? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna be the DC of the Bills? You know what it is. So stop. What are you, what are you, why are you doing, why are you all doing what you're doing right now? Why are you all doing what you're I doing? Thought that's Darts on I the thought board. Th- I thought yeah, that's the way we doing You guys know that I'm not able to act, like I'm legitimately mm-hmm. not allowed to. I thought that's to. what we are sure. doing. I just, you know, it's always
2: fun to dance on a Tuesday.
4: Right? Yeah, and, and you know what it is? You you see know, what's going on. Dancing around, yeah. allegedly
0: purr, a lot of purrs today, huh? Yeah, we tried lot our lot best. Had to.
2: It's really, uh, we've really taken a uh, nice turn here to cover our asses.
0: Have we? I don't know. Dude. Yeah. Yesterday, in the middle of me talking about being officially served, I said, in this fucking family, the Murdoch family. Which,
2: I mean, watch that fun. first episode.
0: Same that, deal, though,
3: yeah, I kind that's... of feel
2: like we're Ricky Bobby, with all due
0: respect.
3: That ain't worse. Oh, that's what you're doing. You're going to Mississippi. A
0: velvet painting of a whale and a uh, dolphin. Getting it on. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hey, I still think we're in a really good spot with that whole thing. I, 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 I'm not oh, a lawyer, sure. but. Anyways, tomorrow's once-in-a-lifetime thing that I I certainly do not deserve. I'm the only one. The boys have not been invited or (laughs) are not allowed. Never will be. (laughs) Which is fine. (laughs) I will think about you guys down up there.
4: Yeah, I'm going to be very curious
0: about just the entire
4: operation. I fascinated. can't wait to hear about it. Last
0: night, I was laying in my bed, and I... I'm fucked up with this time zone from Hawaii. Oh, can't imagine. Jet lag is the worst. Cannot imagine. Azito yeah, coming from top. Chicago, obviously. Yep. He's experiencing from Central yeah. Time to Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. Hawaii is a different – that's, that's five lot. hours. Yeah, way out there. Even California affects me. I can't imagine. It's 10 a.m. right now <laughs> yeah. in Hawaii. It's a whole Still different thing, and I don't sleep well to begin with, let alone when my mind and body are acting like it's a different time and mm-hmm. then with what's happening tomorrow yeah. happening. So it's been a lot of me in in the mm-hmm. pillow, and the wife, you know, very pregnant, so she's not sleeping great either. Because cool. I guess it's tough to get comfortable when you got a human inside of you. Apparently, you heard really, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, heard that. Women are fucking badasses, bro. Crazy. I am so thankful that we're going through this whole pregnancy process, so that I can just the respect level. Not that I let's not get crazy. I always had massive respect, but like. This whole like process has mm-hmm. been an eye-opening experience of like, holy fuck. Yeah, What happens for us to continue to be humans mm-hmm. by the women human species is absurd and massive respect. Shout out, Sam. Keep going. Keep going, Sam. Shout Keep out, going. Sam. Keep going. Proud of you, Sam. Keep kicking ass, Sam. Appreciate you. So she's like, you know, sleeping for like four or five minutes at a time, mm-hmm. and then she's up, and then she's obviously not happy that she's not sleeping. Yeah. Then she's back asleep, mm-hmm. and then she's rolling over. Yes, and go take
1: a piss. And boom. boom. 15, 16 mm-hmm. yeah,
0: pisses, literally a fucking day all of a sudden mm-hmm. because the baby's ba- bouncing on the bladder. Mm-hmm. Then you piss. Is she peeing for two? No. <laughs> uh, I, don't I, don't, so. I don't think so. But what does happen is, I think, and I don't know, it's just my perspective on it, she'll piss, and then she gets back down, then the baby moves a little bit, and it opens up the bladder yep. a little bit and then mm-hmm. pushes more piss. That's more right. Piss. So then, piss again. then she's got to get back up and go. P- I'm like, That's golly, right. this has to be so annoying, but obviously so incredible. Have we mm-hmm. measured the kicks? Like, is she going to be a good soccer player? She's active. That's good. That's Hell good. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I saw a clip the other day. I told you guys. Mm-hmm. I saw a clip the other day mm-hmm. of a 14-year-old uh, girl soccer player, wiggle, shake, Great shot. I'm like, Let's okay, so that's possible at the age of 14 in the girls' soccer world. All right, oh, so yeah. Mackenzie should be on the national team 15, 16 yeah, years bingo. old. No pressure, obviously. Yeah, if she Simple. wants to. No, you know. Know. She might be pickleball. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she might be an astronaut. Yeah, and luckily for her,
2: fucking Rapinoe is still going to be sending fucking sweet crosses.
4: You're right. You're Man. 100% right. She'll be that's bending
0: right. it in there. Mm-hmm. and Boom. Uh, but nonetheless, ladies, kicking ass. We appreciate you. Sam, appreciate the hell out of you. But as I was laying down, I was thinking about what's happening tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So many questions. Yeah. Just so many, like, how am I going to, you know, because I'm going to have a lot of. Yeah, just the process itself. Like, and how do I not make an ass out of myself? You know, there's a lot of that because I'm going to be wide open, like, boom, 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 boom. And then Thursday, I mean, depending on when I get out of there. Right. This is a real thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Real thing. TBD. We will have a show Thursday. Not 100% sure. Will but, not
1: be at
4: noon.
0: W- maybe, though. But it could be. Yeah, we, we are not 100% sure because we don't know how it's all going to work. 100% will have a show on Thursday. I believe we've got a massive guest coming in studio on oh, yeah. Thursday mm-hmm. as well. Maybe a couple of them, like massive, massive, massive guests coming on Thursday. So we will have a show on Thursday for sure, TBD on the time, because getting out of said place that I'm going to, Not easy. I guess it's not just like the easiest thing of all time. Right. But b- last yeah. night I was fucking just like... Eyes wide open, midnight, 1 a.m. Oh, right.
1: you're not going to be able to sleep tonight. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, 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 okay. no. I honestly
0: don't think so. No. Watch Raw a little bit last night. Awesome. Brock Lesnar had a microphone in his hand for like 10 minutes. Nice. More of that. Love that. Mm-hmm. Miz is the host of WrestleMania. Yep. That's Fucking a good love idea. That. Yep. Love that. Lita and Becky Lynch are tag team champions. Hell yeah. Love that.
2: Very sweet. How could didn't you?
0: By the way, Becky Lynch was on, uh, in Young Rock. Yeah, she's. Uh, That's an L1 that,
2: that or the actor. real one?
0: Oh, come on. She's. uh, Who's that lady? I can't remember her name. She's rock star. Kristen Wigg. Back Mel- in the day. Mel
2: Mac. Joan Jett. Cindy Lauper.
0: Boom. Oh, girls
1: just want to have fun. Ding,
5: ding, just want to have
0: fun. Yeah. That's a banger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Becky sing it in that song? Did she sing that song? No. It's a shame. All right, a couple things happened while we were live today. Very excited for Amora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pumped. Adam Beasley just tweeted out. Adam Beasley, of uh, the director of original content and strategy for Pro Football Network. Mm, P.F.N. Miami, Miami Herald alum, has connects out of Miami. He says there's been no decision yet from the Dolphins on Tua Tonga-Valoa's fifth-year option, per Mike Daniel. Ooh. That's a conversation starter. Wow, yeah. yeah. Holy hell, what's the future look like down in Miami? Gumps, pal. You don't oh, have a quarterback no, anymore. Bring no, it in no. Jimmy
2: G, lads. He's the best.
0: Jimmy G, Good. who knows McDaniel's offense yep. obviously very well. I assume he would do very well in <laughs> Southern Florida. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G is yeah. a very constant, consummate professional. Well, Hits, slants mm-hmm. very, very well with all the speed he they have. drive the Trade bus. for Lamar. Lamar going back to South Florida would be epic. Mm-hmm. That would be sick. No, I have no, no, no. idea Jimmy if they have G. enough money to pay Lamar. Or picks. They'll to figure trade. it out. Trade trade now, everything's fake these
1: days. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, some news, though, that also broke while we were live. Two, hey, Tua doesn't come on program. Yep. You know what I mean? Boom. Get his fifth boom, year. now all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I didn't. Did I say my daughter's name? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you have before. Yeah. before. You have before. But not, yeah, before Not yeah. today.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, you just did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but you but you have you before have today. on the program before, I know yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I have stuck it in a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. got a text from the wife. I was yeah. complimenting Sam though. Hey, yeah. listen, there's a Anytime. there's, there's a yeah. points and system in there. Right. Listen yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> it's whole, yeah. Yeah, listen it's it. the whole it's thing. It's just <laughs> like the goddamn lawsuit. I mean can What we, do you want me to do go back and listen for yeah, the entire look? clip. She sent me the uh Jonah Hill. Oh yeah, war dogs. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh scratching his eyes when he finds out they are three hundred million dollars less than the other. Uh, nonetheless, best offer. can't wait to see her. Can't wait to meet her. Uh News that broke today. Tom Brady's having a roast on Netflix called The Greatest Roast of All Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The groat is happening. Now, yep. we had a groat, the greatest raffle of all yeah, time. I mean, right? The groat, the greatest roast of all time, will be happening on Netflix, allegedly per TMZ with Tom Brady, who also came out and said that he's looking to do some stand-up comedy. Yep. Everybody then immediately buried Tom Brady sure, for man. not being able to do stand-up comedy. Mm. And allegedly, out of his close circle of friends, they've been trying to talk him out out of doing stand-up comedy nonetheless i would assume if tom brady wants to do something tom brady's gonna be good at it let's also assume tom brady's gonna have incredible writers yeah. alongside yeah. of him that will make tom brady funny but nothing has shown us that tom brady will be able to deliver a good joke i'll be excited to see if that's what the goat tries to do or is that all just a setup for the groat which is going to have a lot Ooh. of comedians involved in it we would assume that is the I,
2: case. Hoped, I hope i hope Gronk, uh, as part of his his lucrative acting career, gives Tom like five, ten minutes in one of his lucrative acting career movies to deliver Tom's incredible comedic chops
0: 80 for Brady We already yes, have yeah, seen banger. the success that yeah. has come together Of them uh, on yeah. the screen together And them working uh, I'll be excited for that Congrats to Tom, embracing life Yeah, yeah A lot of Giselle stuff coming in that growth. Yeah, they better
1: hope she's not one of the uh, roasters
0: I don't think she will be I, I think she's in. Uh, she's still in other countries with. Uh, might be. I hope hey.
1: someone walks up in a gi And just
2: does jiu-jitsu on the, on the floor
0: That, that would be awesome That'd be great That'd be great Eighty for Brady got a sixty-two tomorrow.
4: certified yeah, fresh. Eighty-nine audience. I will say my mother and uh, all four of her friends saw it, and boy, they said they were freaking pissed. Cannot stress how good how
2: Sally Field was. was. Bingo,
4: she yeah. was. Sally Field just
0: won an award at the uh, SAG Awards. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know who she was. I thought she was Sally Jesse Raphael. Sure. So I was going in the bathroom, and they were Close. they were mm-hmm. they were marketing that coming up on the other side. Sally's going to win an award. Yeah. Yep. Sam was all pumped up for Sally. And I said, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, I fucking love that lady, dude. Great talk show back in the day. Yeah, sure. Sam goes, I don't know who Sally, Jesse, Raphael is. Almost caused a little bit of a scene sure. in our relationship. She said that lady's name. I didn't know who that lady was. Mm-hmm. Sam was befuddled that I didn't know who that lady was. A little classic misunderstanding. Sally, Jesse, Raphael did not win shit. You this know, other lady so did. She won yeah. life. And she, um, Sally, Jesse, Raphael changed oh, him. Of course. Yeah. This lady, she was in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, I learned.
1: Yeah. Yep, the, Forrest Gump. She's
0: the wife. She's very good. She's, oh, yeah, she's oh yeah. a ledge. That's Sally Oscar Raphael winner. right there. She did not win an Oscar or a yeah. No. She had great talk Did show. Brady or Gronk get up for a, an Oscar? Uh, you know?
1: Brady, I think, got nominated for a Razzie.
0: Oh, uh, no. That's, that's despicable. Is that real? No. No Those shops. No. I was about to say, I I, Just won, guessing. I won worst match of the year for uh, yeah, WWE. Yeah, what the hell is that about? What's that whole boat? Yeah, that's messed boat. do package together. The people that are voting on it don't know they're a headlamp from a headlock, so that's right. They yeah. don't know what they're <laughs> talking still about. winning. You know,
4: now that Tony has put this idea of Brady and Gronk in my mind, what if they did a spin off of uh Bad Boys with That'd Will Smith sick. and Martin Lawrence and they called it the Good Boys?
0: There's another one of those coming up. There is Well Bad Boys 4. Mm-hmm,
4: uh, that's
1: right. I never saw a third one, I heard it stunk. No, it was pretty good. What if they did that? I guy? watched Bad Boys 2 the other night on vacation, awesome. though. Oh, man, forgot do i I think was. Gronk and Brady should do like a Turner and Hooch where
4: Gronk is Hooch. Or like a Holmes and Watson, like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley tried.
1: Oh,
0: Desk
4: Pop. Desk Pop. The other guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great movie. Is that okay. what you're talking for, about? No, I'm bullshit. talking about Holmes and Watson when they go back in is, time.
0: Is Mark Wahlberg always mad? What's his deal? That's I kind of his M. I watched
2: him on The Today Show earlier this week. He was that's very right. not mad about discipline.
0: Was he? That was last are week. Are you sure he wasn't mad? Was he just like?
2: He had ashes on his forehead. He was promoting fucking peace and
1: a thirty day workout. <laughs> he did just sell his house for like forty forty million less than what he, he asked for. Did? Oh really? Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought it was fifty five million. He yeah, bought he that was thing asking for like for, eight or whatever, and then he built it up. Yeah. That was beautiful.
2: It's an unbelievable. Imagine house. the price of the house if you sell sells for
1: forty million less than what you thought it would be.
0: Yeah. So I think it's sold for like 40. But yeah, he 40 at, I 40 million Yeah, he was asking for about 100. Okay. Which so, makes sense because it's over there in LA. Yeah, it's got six whole golf course. Yeah, only one tee teab- box or two tee boxes. You got to mm-hmm. worry about the mountain lines. No pickleball. Yep. So, uh, uh, you, so. you can play pickleball. It's a sport court. Yeah, yeah I look, don't see the line. NBA you can play Thunderdome pickleball and it would be doesn't. a little bit bigger kitchen. There.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> NBA <laughs> in college. I mean, that
0: pool is
4: unbelievable.
0: It looks like a fucking, like, a hotel. It does. Ooh. What's that logo Yeah, is that second house just the gym? That's,
4: no, I that's, believe that's uh, a Celtics logo. Gas Quarters. Of course. Best Could team you, in the NBA.
0: Like, he's just always so pissed, it seems like. Yeah, well, he's, he's... Bro, he's, you're a fucking Mark Wahlberg. Right? What are yeah. we... He's a human. Pain and gain. Great movie.
2: Two Guns work. just mm-hmm. came out
4: on Netflix. So. Yeah, I
2: watched it. So it was nice. Did you really? Also watched Van Wilder.
0: Sweet. The new one or the old one? The old one. The original. Fucking Ryan Reynolds' original. Yeah, you're watching a lot of stuff. I was on vacation. I love that. Just popped on. You watched a little stand-up, too. I did. What's that guy's name? Nate Bar-Gods. Nate And. <laughs> and? What else? Who's that other guy you watched? Yeah. Loved him. hmm yeah. Donald Trump. Just say it. That was not saying that. Oh. No. Not a DT guy. Uh, who, who, t- who, who, who are you? Who are you for? DS. Oh, obviously guy. Obviously, we know. Fucking
2: two-time <laughs> graduate of an Ivy League school. Okay? Served in the military. Just took back control of his entire state. All
4: right.
0: I believe he broke some news Talking yes, about covering totally Ron
2: did. DeSantis, our future president. All right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony, you've really certainly... You know, stakes your flag. That's right. Oh, for him, for a long time ago. Okay. How about him turning around to that oh, kid? President. take your fucking. Take this fucking. I'm doing anything. <laughs> well, okay, e- that's exactly. all. We should end today's show. Yes, yes. There's a lot going on in the real world, dude. A ton. Yeah. So, like, I, it just kind of shows up in my timeline, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be people that are pissed off about this. I'm just telling you what happened. So the masks aren't real? Is that re- The masks weren't real? Per the per New York, the New York Times. Times. Okay. But they were on the they were big mask side. Huge mass. So the masks weren't real. And then... Per the Wall Street Journal. It came out of a lab. Yeah. I remember we accidentally floated because the internet was talking about, this came from a lab. Mm-hmm. And we accidentally floated. Like, mm-hmm. well, there's people saying this came from a lab or whatever. I got assaulted on oh, the yeah. internet for saying this. Like, don't say something so fucking reckless. And now the Wall Street Journal saying, That's right, came from a. Ele- what is going on, dude? What? This is a twilight. I feel like we're living in a twilight zone right now. Everything we were told now and attacked now the complete. Yep. Uh, what's that all about? Yeah. All what's t- the deal?
4: It's interesting to see the responses now that there's a different owner of Twitter because it does feel like you know it pops up on your timeline. It's very present on my timeline now. Well, of course, because the way you
0: speak sure. and the things sure. you look a- for. Absolutely. It's not very present on my timeline. Yeah. My timeline is still awesome. Sports mm-hmm. yep. in my world. Wide. But whenever things would make their way into my timeline, that's like how I would judge, oh, this is a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. The whole mask and lab thing yeah. has really <sighs> torpedoed into the timeline. And I'm reading. It. I thought it was a fake. I thought it was a fake gaze. No, I mean because who's it coming? from? Wall Street Journal and New York Times. Exactly.
3: Ended, right. It's an opinion column. Yeah.
0: The uh, mask. Yeah. What about the lab?
3: I didn't. I don't know that.
4: That, that was a investigation an by the Energy Department.
3: Yes. Department. I thought it was written
1: Department. by Kyle, Kyle
3: Cathcart.
0: Yeah, that could have been. He said. <laughs> that could have been a Gump. That's what I thought I was reading, yeah. bro. I thought I was reading like Gumpy changed his name on Twitter. Yep. Paid the eight bucks to get the blue check. Right. I was told uh, it was Batsu. Oh. Yeah. oh. That's what I thought I was reading. Oh, wow. And then I like clicked on him. I'm like, this is a legit. This is actually this, mm-hmm. I think. Wild times. We'll just continue to fucking live. Hell yeah. Yep. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's right. Maybe at noon, maybe not Maybe.
2: You know won? Uh, you know who's going to be Ron's running mate, right? All right, who's that? It's fucking Woody Harrelson's going to be the greatest ticket of all time. I thought I thought
4: Woody was running with Kid this year.
2: Well, Woody, right. Woody said he's a, a redneck hippie, so he is actually purple. He's not red or blue. He's right down the middle, just like me, and I respect that.
0: <laughs> all right, America, Tony. I don't America. even know if any of us know what right down the middle even means specifically you mm-hmm. but I do respect it I do appreciate it we'll continue to be a forum for conversation let Tiger make Amen. his jokes okay in and in a forum for thoughts mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's what we'll con- you what do you say I did see you fire that tweet off how good the tone feel whenever uh, he fired that hey. tweet off
2: went to my wife went to my mom they agree with me they're both women boom I asked my baby too she was cool with it as well <laughs> <laughs> you got all
0: generations yep Ah, uh, there's people pissed about that, bro. Yeah. There's people real mad about oh, Tiger yeah. doing that. Just juvenile. Just sexist juvenile jokes. Oh, I was like, what the hell are we talking about? Yeah, when he passed yeah. the old tampon. Yeah, tampon. In. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're not allowed to have
4: friends, uh, have fun with your friends. So if you think that you can, then you should just shut up and sit down. <laughs> and if you want to do it on a golf course, then you should have your hands cut off and you'll never be able to play golf again. I was
0: confused by the – but I'm not a woman, I guess. So I don't yeah, yeah but
4: I story. pulled him. of the people that I polled,
0: which we do have to keep an eye on for polls. Mm -hmm. That's like one of the things you, uh, yeah, here's tons. Love you, Tiger Woods. (laughs) Everyone offended stinks. There's no way real people were offended. Only fake Twitter offended, (laughs) which is also a problem. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that just grandstand on the internet, but then they probably live much worse. In real life. Or don't
1: care. Never saw it. Just saw that, you know, it's like all oh, people are pissed about this. I might as well weigh in. I'm pissed too, actually, now that I come to think of it. Me too. Yeah. Fuck this really? shit. This is bullshit. Sorry, guys.
4: What? I'm not. And I think you guys are both <laughs> dumb for thinking that way.
0: Wow. Well, you're wrong forever. Nope. I'm right. No. Yeah. You're a bad person. Well, like, do you think people
1: would have been okay with it if Tiger would have... We are about to
0: do a political debate real quick. (laughs) We were right in the middle of it.
1: But go on. If Tiger would have walked by and been like, hey, Justin, you're a fucking pussy. (laughs) Do
0: you think think people would have hated that? Or was it just because the tampon came out? So (laughs) mad. So mad, dude. I know the world is an interesting place. It is. We're getting sued. And uh, tomorrow is going to be one of the best days of all time. Hell yeah. So... I'm gonna try to enjoy it. We'll you be should. back Thursday. Time TBD. Mm-hmm. We will be live Thursday. Though. Yep. Amen. Great show today by Daniel Jeremiah sinking a foot on the line, long yeah. two pointer. Yeah. Fifteen Boy.
4: people. I, I'm gonna watch tape. That first shot might be uh, up for worst shot in the history of this. Well, Jack fitted suits. Yeah, Absolutely. G- yeah. Which we warned. Very, very hard to shoot in those.
0: His throws all hit the same. Why didn't he adjust at all? I, I, I was so flustered by him not adjusting.
1: I don't know. You told him the, the key to success before we went on, too. Yeah.
0: You just got to hit the hey, middle of the just net. Just
1: throw it as hard as you can. Right at the center, it will fall in. It,
0: one of the holes will get hit. That's right. And if you overshoot it, guess what? It'll bounce back I mean, into it's one true. of those.
1: Yep. Well, I played at App
4: State, not USC, guys. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mountaineers are great. Ugh.
4: I no mean, it, it just, it, it, it's great form for the record. Guy looks
0: like Clay Thompson up there.
2: Yeah,
4: That's a
0: two. That's a long two.
2: Worst shot in basketball. Yep, worst one in the game.
0: If it goes in, it's a good shot. My eyes. I agree. My eyes, a good shot. Follow up? It was I wish a, he didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do All love that, the though. at Cole Hahn, by the way. That's a good at. Colhan had great shoes. Right? Great shoes. I don't shoes. know if they still do. Oh yeah, they
2: still got their fire.
0: So the guys that had Nike deals, it was a part of the website they could go to to utilize their Nike oh, nice. fund that they were given. That's sweet. So it was like Nike stuff. Is it Nike Air Max technology for Colhan? Yeah, that, that, that is? was the. Uh, so yeah. they were similar. I don't know if they had partnership or same company. So guys would spend like they had Nike Golf, Nike stuff, and then Kohan. So guys who had Nike deals would just come with like four pairs of fucking fresh Kohans, four mm-hmm. full Nike golf kit, and then just hoodies and shorts. And that was their entire Nike deal. Yeah, I'll wear Nike gloves. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Give me some Kohans. Give me some hoodies and that. And then that ended. I don't know what happened. I think they've since separated. Like Cole Haan branch out? I think so. I'm not 100% sure. They're still sure. the leader in those type of shoes. No, Steve Nash wore those one shoes, remember? Hmm. Before he became a coach, we saw yep. him on the internet. He was crossing people up in a suit. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those shoes he was wearing? What were, how many years did he played in the NBA? 18? Like 18, 18 or 19, yeah. 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 That was one of the greatest moments in the history of this program. so yeah. funny. Yeah. Steve, thank you for joining us. I'm going to do a little research <laughs> on you before I talk to you, okay? 18? Eight, you, you played 18 years in the fucking <laughs> NBA? Yeah. yeah it is. So good. While wow, he was drinking a coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was very cool. Yeah, oh. what are these shoes? Wolf oh, and shell. Those are
2: the Gronk. I think those are Gronk. Wears the same shoes, I believe.
0: Dude, he was crossing people up in these shoes. I okay. could be wrong. Might have to get some.
2: Could be. This could be a part. Is so he still
0: coaching? What's he up to?
4: No, he got asked, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the new, new guy got a uh, full full deal. And, and then they trail away all the, the players. Left. Yeah, yeah I, we were just talking about this. They were like 17-3 in December and January had like one bad week and Kyrie said, "You know what? Fuck this. I'm out of here."
0: Yeah, what happened there? And then now Dallas not good? No, they are not, but that was kind of expected. Well, what well by us noobs who don't know me? Is there enough basketball for Kyrie and Luka yeah, to be yeah. on the same team? That was my first question. Bingo. Bill jail. They'll figure it out. That's what they're saying, but I don't think that's the case. Right? The West,
4: I mean, right
0: now. Braun's hot.
4: Lakers are done. Bingo. And they're really talking about how <laughs> shitty the West is, and it's setting up for a uh, Clay, Steph, you know, run to the you
1: No, thanks. Again. I don't want to see well, that well, again. T-T, Why? I nice do? This? What are you talking no, about? No, Denver. Call- I want Jokic to fucking yes. win a championship. Be sweet. That would be cool. Yeah. I love that guy I like watching. I love the, watching
0: him play Bro, do you see all the bruises on his arms? Yeah This guy's just getting his shit cut. kicked out of him and He's just doing triple doubles every night Doesn't care Gotta cut your nails That's bullshit when you play against someone that doesn't cut their nails Are they doing that on purpose? That's yeah, a real basketball thing Like, you, someone's D'ing you up and they don't cut their nails It's a fucking problem five You time. never
2: know That's what
0: five-time does Yes, exactly Five-time Jerry G- V? Yeah <laughs> Hey, he posts clips of Pick Up Basketball yeah. I respect how hard he goes down there. He has not played in any of the games that I've played in. <laughs> the games I've played in, his little head is getting bounced off the floor. You need to cool it. Gary. He hard fouls people. Oh, yeah. yeah. I respect the way he plays. Like, listen, people say, I'm going to foul that guy. Gary does. Like, oh, yeah. The, Gary Gary's a fouler. He, he gets into it. I respect and appreciate that. I don't think I've ever played in a game that was like the way that the games he plays in, though. No, you do that to
1: the wrong person, they're going to fucking knock Gary's teeth out. So he needs to just yes. realize well, that. As
0: soon as that happens, your immediate thought is, okay, now I'm in a fight. Yeah. i yes. that, that is yeah. to fucking the,
1: kill
4: this guy. That is
0: an immediate... Mm-hmm. No, no. Like As soon as you foul somebody like that... You know. Oh, yeah. Your thought should yeah. be, oh, okay, now I made this decision. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get a fight. I think Gary's ready for it. Nobody wants it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, think that's the, I think that's the case. He's also talking shit
4: to guys who like miss a layup, and he's telling them, I'm going to put that on my fucking IG right now. Fucking clip that.
0: Fucking put it up. Put it up. He actually does that. <laughs> he dunks on you. He did. He dunks on you. Yeah, he did. But as also as Parsons dunked
2: on him or Bob Parsons of PXG call? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: what are you? What is what this guy? <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Bob. Great moment. (laughs) We
0: watched that. If you want to go back and watch a moment, (laughs) Connor gets a question for uh, self-made billionaire. Forty-five minutes in (laughs) Vietnam.
4: No idea who this fucking guy is. I'm sorry. Come on, Bob.
0: This is what Boston Connor (laughs) asks: self-made billionaire, owner of the Phoenix National Club, which is like the second most exclusive golf club Mm -hmm. in the world, not the home. Of the waste management where you see people throwing beers Uh onto the green, Mm -hmm. which is fun. Like his course is, of course, his his course is a great time, but not this is Boston. Connor's attempt at asking a self-made billionaire question and complimenting him,
4: Mr. Parsons. After everything with you know the golf course, how did the waste management and getting people there for you know like tour events happen?
0: What he said Arizona has <laughs> become a home for golf. Yeah. Have you been a part of that whole build out, and how have you been able to feel it, especially with how big this waste management tournament has become in the PGA? Well, but you know, I, I I haven't done much waste management.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
8: Although I will tell you, it is incredibly good. For uh, Scott
4: he's not Bradley looking at me here, by the way. Out. He's looking oh, at no. someone else. He did look at me again. Good.
8: And uh, that is at Scottsdale National. That's okay. our busiest time of year. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our members are all over there. But, um, you know, I'm um, – Golf's you know, I, I would only I would only
5: go over there if I was chasing women. Great answer, a Great answer. Yeah.
0: It's only the second time people have seen it. it was, oh, my God, bro. What, it, what? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is, what is, what is, I <laughs> would have got up and fucking ragged yeah. on. Oh yeah! yeah and he's for the pissed. record,
4: by the way, Gary V. If Gary's acting like he's not going to feel like he won the Super Bowl, if the Jets ever Alright, let's the run Super that Bowl. clip. So <laughs> what he's talking about? I would like, yeah, yeah. Let's dive into this because Gary's the <laughs> right, one that bro. You had quite a fucking week. Did, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't speak for the first half of it too. <laughs> fucking did you, stupid
2: boys. Did you ask Garrett Top about doing magic too?
4: I think I asked Carrie to talk about doing meth. No, but, I, uh, I called him a magician. Yeah. Uh, First question.
0: I don't really do magic. Uh, Prop <laughs> I'm <comics>. a <laughs> like comedian. Uh, oh, of course, of course. Yeah, I, I fucked that one up. That was on me. But
4: Kerry to well, how are you supposed to know? Everyone out there is a magician, god damn it. <laughs> not
0: everybody. <laughs> Basically. V V's a magician. Adele is not doing any magic no. out Well, there, she's Except not for just with her a, voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. And with a couple mm-hmm. others. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> this show sucks. We appreciate you. We're off tomorrow. Wild day tomorrow. we Will be talked about probably in the life. Mm-hmm. Doc, book, whatever. What?
4: Maybe not the doc.
0: Yeah, no. Mm.
4: <laughs> Just because. Not allowed. Yeah.
0: This is bananas, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'm done with the show. Today's show was great. Yep. We appreciate Tom. <clears throat> we appreciate uh, Daniel Jeremiah. We appreciate the hell out of Chuck Pagano for joining us. And we appreciate all of you for allowing us to do everything that we do for a living. This is dumb. Hell yeah. It is a joke of a life, and we're very grateful for it. Get in on the $15, $500 winners from Daniel Jeremiah, draining the longest two-point shot that has ever been made in this Thunderdome. Hell yeah. Thank you, boys. Incredible day today. We'll see you on Thursday. Goodbye.